PFT Media. You are now listening to Cinema Crespediso. Chris Crespo Radio Show. Everybody likes it. Listen to his shit. Welcome to Cinema Crespo Holy cow, welcome to episode 310 of Cinema Crespo So, 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 your beliefs are beyond speed. Ladies and gentlemen, with us is Schuster Cogburn. Your speed is beyond beliefs, Chris. Don't you dare talk about my speed. It's good stuff. It's the best speed in town. It is. Uncut. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, no, it's, it is cut with cookie. Oh, that's why it's so much better than all the rest. It's, it's a little speedier than normal. Mm-hmm. A little more addictive than normal. That's why they call it the Racer X. Yeah, yeah. Crushed ice. <laughs> is, that, is that code word for your Thank product? You. Crushed ice. I'm glad you brought me in at this point because I love crushed ice. <laughs> You're a crushed ice psychopath. Yeah, I love it. Love you, weirdos. You weirdos are the best. I mean, all crushed ice is really good for snow cones. I guess. And I'm really glad you also uh, made a Spaceballs reference for the plaid because every time I hear plaid, it's the first thing I think. Ludicrous speed. <laughs> Man, what a great movie. Better than some Star Wars movies. Funny how that works out now. Uh, the majority of them, actually. Ooh. Surprisingly enough. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. No, no definitely. See, he actually get himself a tiny water. No, definitely. I mean, they, they, there were some redeeming qualities in the last the last one. Mm-hmm. Oh. Whatever the fuck that was called. We were watching a few minutes of uh, uh, Phantom Menace. Yeah. Phantom no, Menace. No, yeah, the Phantom Menace is garbage. But I'm saying I was just rewatching it purely for uh, for the looks, and uh, it was interesting to see how bad the CG comes back. Some of the CG versus the scene, what's real with the puppets that are real next to like a uh, Jar Jar Binks and stuff like that. It's like, whoa, looks Nelly. Really what year bad. was that again? Two ninety nine. No. To what? 1999. Oh, 1999. Okay. Yeah, Phantom Menace was 1999. Like, I was like, we're not there because yet. Because I was about to say 2000 something. <laughs> I was incorrect. Yeah. 1999 is when Phantom Menace came out. Okay. And, uh, the only of the prequel movies shot on film. It's also the worst one of all the pre- of the prequels. Yeah, it's pretty. I, I do have to say that I do love the uh, that poster, and I know I've said it here before too. Oh, the posters with are the all... shadow. Well, yes, I I the, love the kid with yeah. the, with Anakin, the kid the Darth Vader shadow. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. It's very evocative. I Drew, love it is Drew Struzan knows art. He's a great artist. That's why all the posters <laughs> yeah, are. Yeah, I mean, I mean the the poster behind you is a Drew Struzan ripoff. Yes, exactly. <laughs> that yeah. is the. That is Drew Struzan style. That's a style right there, exactly. We're <laughs> referencing the Kung Fury poster. People can Google that if they want to see what we're talking about. Uh, or just Drew Struzan. There's a great documentary that I can't remember the yep. name of about his uh, his con- contributions to, to the, yeah, the film world. People should definitely check that out. Just I mean, Drew tr- Struzan documentary. Look it up. Trust me, you have seen and you really do enjoy his work. <laughs> it's fantastic. You, you've seen it. It's fantastic. I mean, all the Indiana Jones posters. Yeah. All of them. All of them. <laughs> all of them. All of the Star Wars posters. All the Lucas all Spielberg stuff. All that stuff. Yeah. Um, Pretty much everything Spielberg the too thing, as well. The Thing poster. Yeah. The one with the light. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> m- motherfucker 
It's been working. That motherfucker be working. <laughs> I actually just retired. <laughs> yeah, well, he used to be working. He used to be working. But all, all them greats are retiring. He's retired. Uh, John Williams is essentially retired. No, Johnny Williams. Um, but the last bit of new music that people can hear uh, by John Williams, they will have to go to uh, Galaxy Edge at the... Uh, at Animal Kingdom, where are they put in that? No, MGM Hollywood Studios. Oh, the Star Wars shit. The Star Wars Land. Yeah. When you walk around in Star Wars Land, there's going to be John made Williams. for the park. John, John Williams, Williams made, of course. Uh, yeah, because he is the sound of Star Wars. He is the sound of the universe, and but uh, he's pretty much retired at this point now yeah. because he's 104 years old. So how how many dump trucks full of money did you, did Disney put on his lawn? At this point, he's probably just happy to be like, I can do it. So so only one. One dumb, Only dumb one truck. dumb truck full of money. One dumb truck. It's like, where am I going to put it? I have all this other money. Where where am I going to put it all? Let's get the plugs out of the way right away. Let's do the plugs. You work. You find you online. At Antihero419, uh, Facebook and Instagram. I won't follow you probably on Instagram. And, ah. I, and I won't ah. a- approve your friend request unless I've met you. So on Facebook, really yeah. really no point. Uh, but Drew's do, picky. But do follow at <clears throat> Drewster Cogburn on Twitter. It's not me, but they do a damn good job. There you go. Uh, Steve, where can people find you? Uh, you just Google Steve Etchy and uh, all that comes up. Do they? Did we go over this before? Did, did he get yeah, some because, doctor or... Uh... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when you just do Etchy. I, I fixed ah. it since then. When I say fixed it, I mean as far as how say I talk about Steve it. Etchy. Steve Etchy. All and right. it'll pop up. I like it. Good yeah. job. Very good. Uh, <laughs> I'd forgotten where I like. Yeah. discovered this. Yeah, it was just here maybe last week? Two yeah, weeks ago? Was, uh-huh. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Because I was the one who Googled it, there and I was go. like, you are wrong. We did it, we did it together because we are friends, and we <laughs> like each other. Uh, and then, uh, let me see, I wrote some stuff down. Uh, there's a show called To a Certain Degree that's on uh, WPRK. They just put out a uh, as a podcast. There's like a 30-minute version of our show that they like, just cut out like some stuff, and you can listen to that if you want something quick. Interesting. Or, it is interesting, or you can go to the website, to a certain degree.com and you can hear the whole show there. I think it's like an hour and over 30 minutes after the uh, commercials I've been taking out and stuff. Mm-hmm. College radio show. A lot of improv talk, talking about podcasts, stuff like that. It's a good, good time. I just wanted to try that. Uh, college radio? Yeah. You can get a slot. I know. No, super I, easy. See, yeah. that, that's just the thing. Is like I know I could, but I, I would like to just almost like being a guest on a podcast. You know what I mean? Like, I just want to go in there and then talk and do, do, do like an episode. Cause you know, I don't want to do, what if I get a time slot and I just, I don't care for it or something. Let's book you on episode of the Curtis earth show. Get you to sit in with them. And okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure they would love that. Yeah. I'll talk to Curtis. They would PRK. We'll make that happen. That, that is college radio. It is. It's almost, yeah, it's college. Yeah. None of their shows have, are done by college students. Nope, it's weird. <laughs> you know, I, I noticed that a long time ago. It's, it's kind of strange. Used, yeah, I used to be students. Yeah. I don't know how it works. And when I was in high school, one time I was dri- Me and my girlfriend were driving by Rollins, and the, uh, you know, and and we were ha- listening to it. You know, so it was like a good, nice, strong signal. Yes, they played Screeching Weasel. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Yes. Yep. They played good, good music over there. That's it. I even remember this. I even remember yeah. the song. It was "I Want to Be a Homosexual." Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, WPRK back in the day used to be the go-to for indie stuff. Yeah, back in the two thousands, mm-hmm. still can be. Can it? I've yeah, listened I, to yeah. terrestrial radio in like a decade. Why not, man? Maybe more. Is that considered terrestrial radio? Yeah, it's radio over to the well, because yeah, they're still using the same technology. Yeah, yeah that's I true. Eighty-nine point five. I use my radios in my car to hear it. 
Yeah, that's yeah. why that's why I call it terrestrial radio. It is terrestrial for okay. sure. Not all their shows are available via podcast. The Curtis Earth show is not available via podcast. Only available live. Got to hear it live. That's when I say my craziest shit. <laughs> he does say some pretty insane nonsense. <laughs> yes, yeah, there's a podcast show. version. <laughs> now I definitely have to get on. But no calls to action. Yeah, not allowed to do calls to action. <laughs> if you want to listen, to <laughs> so you can go to my website if you want to. Because he can't do uh, <laughs> non-profit college radio, so you're yeah. not you're not allowed to say weird. like go to my website. You gotta be like if you want to, you can. That's weird that Curtis Earth doesn't do it because it seems to me that like if you wanted to do it a podcast, like you would just have like a recorder and just plug into the mixer. You it's know what possible. I mean? It's all it, like like like, like the show done. to it. a certain degree. They record everything. Yeah, a lot of these shows are available as podcasts. He chooses not to. That's weird. He chooses not to go that route. It's only, it's ephemera. It's in the moment. It's in the instant. You enjoy it, and then it's gone. I like it. it I do kind of yeah, like, like that. I like Be- that because too. it holds, there's no going back and being like, oh, did I really say that? Exactly. Because I've said, I've said a lot of silly shit over the past five mm-hmm. years, Steve. Mm-hmm. I have. Just had, for the sake of saying it. Yeah. I have woke up, woken up, like, you know, in a sweat thinking about something I said like three, <laughs> three years ago I, on a podcast. I, oh, did I really, why did I say that? Did yeah. I really say that? And then, and then I remember that that, uh, that show is gone now well like, that and no and you can't you can't and, and, and i go back to episode? sleep yeah, there you go. <laughs> and, and in all reality all lips and feeds are dead and in all reality nobody fucking listens and, and, the, end, and the end of the day no listens whatsoever <laughs> no no um see uh it's i saw this cool piece uh uh dumb gift idea at like barnes and noble where it's this japanese thing of a uh, water art Mm-hmm. And so it's like twenty, thirty bucks to give you like this little weird easel and this uh, this brush and whatever, and so you can then dip it into water and then paint something on your easel and you make a piece of art and then as the water evaporates, then your it's art gone. goes away. Yeah. So it's like enjoying that temporary art. You make your art, it's beautiful, but then it's gone. So it's like making something on like a computer program and then just hitting delete at the end. Yes. Well, you know what? Actually, or I was doing the of, sand art and then yeah. brushing the thing, over it. The thing with the pen where sand you castle. where you write. And then, like, it has that paper that then you pull up and it takes away everything. No. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. Like, like a, the carbon writing type thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just sketch. Yeah. I, I'm obsessed with uh, the it's opposite, it, like, in how I do things. Like, I always, I can't stand the idea of if something's really cool that I have to make sure it never goes away. What do you mean? Well, like, um, it, it, it drives up, just, just looking at a picture of uh, Julian Beaver, um, who he he does the sidewalk chalk, mm-hmm. you know, and I mean, like you see what he does, and you're just like, oh my god! And all I can think about is, as soon as it rains, that shit is gone. Yeah, and it's it's anxiety to me though. Like it's not like, oh cool, it's something that's there for a while and it's, then not. I'm like, I the idea that something beautiful can be gone. You're much more interested in the permanence of things, right? And I, but and no, I, nothing's permanent, Steve. I'm sorry. And I, I admire mean, those who feel differently. <laughs> you like, could you could make. I mean. Uh, Permanent, permanent. What's your? What, well, I mean, they took pictures, huh. so you can still enjoy it. Oh, but, true. On pictures. The, on, how long can you access those pictures? On a long but I was, enough time scale, Chris. Nothing is permanent. Nothing. So how how permanent do you need? It to <laughs> I don't know. Like, I mean, I don't know. Washington Monument has the possibility to outlive our civilization because it's just a giant hunk of structure. Well, I mean, I mean, the, the pyramids have outlived the original builders of. You know, by, yeah, by a little of bit. them, <laughs> yeah. so by a while, that's some, but, that's some sort of permanence, yeah. You know, as opposed to our uh, our castles made of sand. Or kind of, like, have you guys seen? Have you did you guys ever go to uh, Washington D.C. and see the? Um, I mean, this is not art, but um, seeing the uh, you know that that thing Nick Nick Cage stole. 
Uh, <laughs> the Constitution. Uh, the Constitution. Okay. I know, actually, no, actually, I, I, I didn't see the Constitution. Okay, it, where um, is that at? The Capitol? Where did it display that? Smithsonian? I don't, I don't know. It. It's not all there. You can. You can hardly see a lot of the signatures. And because how old it is? Fucking old. Right. No. 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 I'm not saying like, damn it, they used cheap paper. It's just old. But I'm saying like, actually, they used really good paper. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess so. If it's and considering how old it is, and of course we've been taking care of it for a long time, we didn't take care of it. It would look a lot better if we took care of it as well as we do now. The entire time that it existed like yeah. it would well, look great yeah. well, we didn't have that kind of technology no. back then didn't no. know those things like oh wait humanity's bad for paper <laughs> oh my god I kept it in this drawer so long look what happened yeah true you know it was basically that but it'd be funny if when they wrote the constitution before they like put it in a drawer then they took like a candle like now this is what you do to make it look like a, like an, old, <laughs> an old parchment you burn the edges a little bit you put it out it's like they're doing that all the way back then and like squeeze lemon on it yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And, and kids these days like they're so smart this is how you recreate like no that's how they actually did the constitution <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it, a lot of it's gone. You know, yeah. now it's yeah. not artwork, so it's totally different. But is it? But it is. Is meant, it not artwork? I guess it does at a certain point. Those, those can become if you frame it. I mean, how many people have pictures of it on their fucking walls or as their Twitter? Yeah, but those handles. people yeah. are nuts. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I agree. Yes, <laughs> I agree hundred uh-huh. percent. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just saying. <laughs> there are a lot of crazy people out there. People also put up the uh, pokers. I mean, how, how many? I mean, how many we the people? Fuck, I mean, how, how many army guys do you think have we the people tattoos on their fucking oh, bodies? Yeah. On one no. yeah, don't yeah. you dare mock those guys about it. They will punch a hole in your face. Well, they, they don't have that though. They Real usually have their, uh, you know, like the the uh, whatever their branches. Like you know what I'm saying? They do that too as well. Yeah, yeah but yeah. I've never seen a Constitution one. I just, the Patriots, man. I just always see the. You I bet know, you it's not even the ones you're referring. I bet you a million bucks it's not even actual military people it's like uh, the militia guys live in the middle of the woods i yeah. couldn't actually cut it at a boot camp 1776 tattooed somewhere yeah these oath keepers <laughs> are like if you actually present them with even the idea of serving for the government they're like no way man my rats blah blah <laughs> <laughs> i'm trying to take my guns these people are the worst none of them listen to podcasts so it's you know uh, it's okay to mock them i'm yeah it's all perfect <laughs> as yeah, long as they're not yeah. listening they're the most mockable yeah yeah, we, I will mock them to the ends of. Uh, I mean, come on, we're talking about the middle of the country. Right? <laughs> so some of the worst people on the planet, middle of America. <laughs> They're terrible. You know when they talk about how like America's more obese than ever and stuff like that, and they give you the numbers, the percentages, yeah. and stuff like that. Know that the middle of the country is really skewing those upwards. You know, like coastal communities are trying the best. At the yeah. same time, some of our people are more fit. We have some of the most fit people in like human history yeah. because we know so much more about nutrition and human yeah. anatomy right uh so there are some of the fittest people on the planet oh, right the fattest. Now, along with i mean i've seen my 600 pound life yes <laughs> I, i've looked in the mirror long enough to see my 600 pound <laughs> life like this is a possibility i need to be careful here i need to start running or you know i did have four and a half donuts throughout the course of today mm. it was Stormy Jones thriftness that was a very special thing <laughs> um, cheat day Chris they call it a cheat day I, it, yes it was a cheat day it, I should have run this morning I had time to go running <laughs> anyway um, so yeah the middle of the country is really they're, they're the ones that are throwing off the obesity numbers and they're the ones that are like making really bad movies popular and that's why we have to have like Transformers Five and stuff like that. Mm. And then uh, there are also, you know, what else was that? Oh yeah, there are also podcasts. <laughs> they are some. Well, them, you know, I, I, I not to this show. Our show is only all the cool people who are like coastal, <laughs> a lot of coastal listeners. So I, the, I have the numbers. The, I have the data. The coastal elites. I have. I had that. Yes, thank me, you, me, me and Steve were talking about elitism earlier. Uh, yeah, you know, in, in certain <clears throat> measures, I believe in elitism. I think it's a good thing to want to like. 
want the best. <laughs> yeah, and you know, and to like listen to the best people. And, yeah, it's you know. just when, you, but it's the only you know the the uh, byproduct of that though is that you have to then uh, look down on a lot of other people. It's not that you're looking down. <laughs> It's just totally that you're is. pointing. No, it it's just that you're, you're just no, you're just no, pointing is. out truths. It is. You're just Chris, pointing no, out truths. No, 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 see that I is mean, it. The worst thing an yeah. elitist says. I, I, That's the thing. I, what? It's just I mean, it's true. I, I, just, I agree. No one likes to hear the truth. I I, I agree. In well that, known fact. I agree in that statement. But you are looking down on them, Chris. You cannot <laughs> not admit that. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> it looks like it looks like you now. have to. You have to admit it. I hope you guys. I hope you guys took your sickness pills because it looks like we're going to the top of the mountain right now. Because here. <laughs> if it takes looking into the top to then have to look down to be like you guys are doing this wrong <laughs> maybe <laughs> I think it's fine in some ways to <laughs> <coughs> it's but then it's like what is elitism though when do you think what do you think about sometimes when people well, talk no. about people being elitist like yeah. when you talk about the, the yeah. especially when it comes to political parlance and, uh, and the whole I'm not po- talking about and political elitism but, it, I but just, when it comes to coastal elites though it, that is birthed yeah. from uh, political talk in in Harvard in, in Ivy Leagues Ivy School League uh, educators Ivy politicians League. Ivy, you know what I'm talking about Ivy, Ivy School League Ivy League, League School, school politici- educated yeah. politicians um, trying to themselves truly talking down to those fat obese middle Americans who are ruining everything. Yeah, ruining the the bell curve. They're um they're talking down to them by saying the coastal elites. Oh, they're screw them. They're overeducated. They get all their stuff from schools where you're really living in the dirt, in the muck, in the yeah. farms, et cetera, et cetera. So that's where the whole coastal elitism thing, and it's really birthed from anti-intellectualism. Yeah, that too. And uh, this country has like a really gross I'm anti- anti- I'm anti-pretend intellectualism. I'm, I'm, that's what? fine too. <laughs> yeah, pseudo-intellectualism. That's, cool. that's people like... Do, but, um, but don't be afraid of smart people just because you're dumb. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the thing too is like if you're posting a lot of, about it though, like that's just the thing is, uh, you know, those elitist kind of things, mm-hmm. you're usually, you don't belong there. Yeah, I know. If you, oh. if you constantly are like, oh God, all the dumb people, da 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 you're probably stupid. Well, yeah, that's sure. Yeah, I would <laughs> a, a real that's what I'm saying elitism is good in doses right like yeah. an elitist shouldn't also have to always be like putting down others yeah you, you they think, shouldn't but you think is that is thing. that a core definition of an elitist is someone who is also putting down others I don't think so I, but it, it is no, the main byproduct can you just see yourself above the fray without actually you know a lot of people have a problem with you saying that you're above yeah them. That, I think that is the issue I think here's the problem I'm not though. saying I'm above them I'm saying I'm above the fray now if you think you're within the fray that's on you but just kick Saying that there is a fray that mm-hmm. we're not all equal. Well, yeah, especially oh, I can say that. No, we're not all equal. Hell no, we're not all equal. We're not. We're not even close. That's yeah. what the PC people get pissed off about, Chris. Equality. No, it's not. Uh, equality means being treated equally within the system. Yeah, law should apply equally. Like well, if I'm the smartest person on earth, equally. I should still treat you as a human being, the same as me. We have the, our basic human rights should be Even treated. though you look right. down on me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, well, I'm talking about looking down on you. And then elitism is also always a very specific thing, right? So let's just say that's... that's yeah. I don't know. When let's I think just, elitism, just, like, I, just, I think of eugenics. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I mean, that yeah, yeah, that, see, that, that, is ex, that that is extreme that's, elitism. That, that's scary. That can be bad. Yeah. I'm just, let's just pull a random example that we can talk about elitism. It doesn't have to be, I don't know, let's just, podcasting. And let's just say that we approach podcasting as like, oh, yeah, we're better than other people because, you know, we know what we're doing. 
Well, yeah. Chris, we are the number one movie podcast we're, in Florida. We're the number one movie podcast in Florida. reason why no one else has bothered <laughs> to, to start like a, a movie podcast since us, despite all the people out there, because they know that would just be a stupid thing to do. And uh, they're, all these people are in their wings are waiting for us to stop doing this. So then I guarantee you within 30 days of us stopping Cinema Crespity, so four movie podcasts will start up to fill the void. Yeah. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. But right now... Well, nobody's, nobody's good in every respect. I mean, like... Like think about like you know if you're uh, a brilliant mathematician mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but homeless, I could totally see that. Yeah, like a, a caveman. Like can't, like can't get his like shit together, his or her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cave woman's Valentine. Yeah, can't can't get their shit together like on the most basic of you know mm-hmm. what you know. Yes. So but but you're a brilliant mind that happens all the time. A beautiful mind type stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, sure, absolutely. Well, I'm just saying it's uh, we we can be like our show is better than other shows and perform in a way that we think is better without having to like actually name other shows or even name specifics about other things. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's still like being sort of I'm above the fray, the podcast trash fray, without saying uh, anything specifically about any other show yeah. or saying that you know, uh, you know what I mean. Yep. There's a way. There's a way to do it. I think, I, I there's a way to be an elitist. There's a way to be a humble elitist. Like, a humble be, elitist. I could, I, that, that is. A, that is. I, I do believe that's a contradiction. I could be the, hum, the most humble elitist you've ever seen. You've never seen an elitist as humble as me. The humblest. It's unbelievable how humble I can be. You're like, wow. I've never met a guy so so humble. It will, it will blow your minds. Yeah. And on, really on that would. person, on, on your uh, news sorry, feed, you'd have like a picture, you know, and it'd be like, I took my dumb friend Epcot today. <laughs> and it'd be like you and your friend in the picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next er- to the big er- ball. Er- look, 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 how, look how good I am. <laughs> I'm so great. Mm-hmm. But so magnanimous about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Kind of a... Uh... You wouldn't believe his ST scores were. But he enjoyed Epcot. His, his, his STI scores? STI? Yeah, that's the SCI scores. Is that what you said? I said SAT. Oh, no scores. Oh, those two. Them yeah. Sats. Yeah, that was the racist. I never took my SATs. You never took your really? No, no. All the questions were about like if Mary has four yachts and, and, <laughs> and Jimmy has two yachts. It's very racist. These uh, <laughs> these tests, how they make them, you know. Mm-hmm. How about some questions about Orokongandule for once in a while? Maybe <laughs> level out the playing field a little bit here. This bullshit meritocracy. That's what I'm saying. So elitism. <laughs> anyway. So, uh, so this is the latest podcast with uh, the year what watch what a yacht looks like uh, Yiddish doesn't it the, a Yiddish yacht Y A C H T no just the the, the oh, way the word itself looks more German or or German or yacht yacht yeah exactly yeah get on my yacht and we'll go for a, a cruise around the canal <laughs> and then you will listen to me on the podcast Full Frontal Nerdy with Ken Kardatsky <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of a. <laughs> uh, a constipated Arnold there. I was about to say yeah like trying to squeeze yeah. one out yeah. I went and did an episode of Full Frontal Nerdity with Ken did you do that show Steve? I had done that yeah, show, yeah. show alright so listen to Steve Etchie's episode yes. and then you can listen to my episode it was in the single digits it was like four or five or oh it was early early on oh yeah it took forever for me to for him to get around asking me on. but I finally did it we talked for a while about uh, movies and comic books and stuff like that. I also I talked to Ken quite a bit. So. You do. You do the tidbit stuff together. So we talk about tidbits. Yeah. Um, full and like, nerdity. I talked to him on Facebook, like like Messenger, you know, mm-hmm. like probably once a day, every other day or something. You know what I mean? Like, it, so it didn't surprise me that early on. Yeah, that yeah. you would be. In, yeah, sure. You guys talk often. So that would be a comfortable episode for him to do. Yes. Uh, we had a good time. 
people can check that out. So to a certain degree, people listen to that full frontal nerdity. People can listen to that. Shout outs to the Sorby Jones show for the family Jones family thriftmas that we did yes. today. That was a lot of fun. Uh, eat a bunch of man. Look at these white people with their talk about elitism, Drew. <laughs> <laughs> you're a food elitist. Don't tell me you're not. I, I can't be. I, I've eaten burgers with you for three years. Yeah. You know, you scores. I know you're food elitism. Yeah. I, I, well, I've, listen, I've been listen, eating food in, in, like, and, and cooking, cooking it in a professional, professional setting for. Could you call me a food elitist because I don't eat so much of it? You're, you're an under. <laughs> You're an under elitist. You're, you're a food elitist for a different reason. Yeah, we're we're but, trying to bring you up. But to I raise my nose at so much of it. Yeah. That's yeah. only because you don't like the way it looks. Like, well, <laughs> That's exactly. This looks like it's going to feel weird in my mouth is what you're thinking. No. Uh, Maybe a food snobbish. The white, snobbish. The, the food was all. Yes, exactly. The food was go. all good because it's a That's not and macaroni cheese and, and onions. Cheese. Everything was fine. But everything was mush. Yeah. It was all it served. It was they, all they got no texture. Casserole. Yeah. What, 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 white people don't like texture. Why? Why not just. It's like I don't a, know. You have enough in your 80s. A lot of the com- your 70s and 80s have plenty of time for mushy food. A lot of the comfort food that I. I mean, even a lot of the comfort food that I enjoy the most is fucking mush. Is it like casserole type no. stuff? We, we didn't yeah, do I mean, you know, or uh, ma- mashed potatoes to- doesn't really. I mean, has I it, love me some mashed, mashed potatoes. potatoes yeah, mashed I potatoes lo- universe. Everyone I, loves. I love, yeah, yeah. I love me some But I mean, mac it also cheesy. doesn't have much mac uh, to it. Oh, yeah. Some, some, some nice good. moist stuffing. I don't even like uh, grits all that oh, much. I love grits. But I don't, I'm not... I'm not I, didn't grow, I didn't grow eating you know, we, We've talked flavor. And we talked flavor in the past. And you know what? I totally I forgot to mention. Eggs. You know what I actually yeah. like, which blows people away? Unsalted rice cakes. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Very There's no flavor whatsoever. Correct. Yeah. I, I love it. They are it's so good. It just so sucks neutral. the moisture out of you. Yeah. 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 And, and it's also just like refined uh, carb sugar, too. So it's so yeah. bad for you. So It's so bad, bad for you? you? Yeah. Son of a bitch. Rice cakes are it's so just, bad for you. Yeah, yeah. It's just fucking dry it's, carbs. It's the worst carbs. It's the worst kind of carb. Um, all, the food, all the food was good that everyone brought, but it, it was just Mush. like a, it was a bowl. Yeah. I had a bunch of mush in my stomach, mm-hmm. except for the, the waffle. Well, thanks, Trey, for bringing a waffle maker. Good job. And Crystal with a K made me a waffle. Nice. Threw some strawberries on there. And you know, it's Sunday fun day. I already ate some donuts. We were drinking at noon-ish. Uh, so I put some whipped cream on that waffle. Oh, uh, yeah. Big chunk of butter. And I, was like, yeah, yeah. I never... You know what? I think I'm uh, enough of an adult now that I would have fruit on my waffles. And, and enjoy yeah. it. And enjoy it. Yeah. But I had... I hadn't really thought about it, so I, I haven't. Well, it was just strawberries, and I think they I were, really they were pre-sliced, it. and and I think they were in some sort of they were sauce. They were in, not some sort of syrup. No, they were sh- they were syrupy. They were syrup. oh yeah, yeah. There's a decent amount of sugar coursing through my veins. So I mean, you don't even have to actually cook fruit to sugar it like that. You can just throw powdered sugar right on it and mix it up, and mm. it'll all just kind of well, yeah. You know, or even even just powder it, uh, you know, like a, as a that's not called a garnish, but you know, because the part you're going to eat. But you know what I mean? Like it, it, it looks. Cool. I mean, you can call yeah. it a garnish just because you don't eat. I mean, there are you can eat a garnish. I was about to say most garnishes, but, are edible but that's these on the days. side though, yeah. right? Yeah. Not Kale. on the top. No. But, it, but lot, it would be you know, most, most garnishes are actually on top now. Okay, no. it looks it looks good. Garnishes used to be bottoms, but you know they got bored. Now they're tops. Yeah, because so. with desserts and stuff, when you put a little powdered sugar on top, it always looks good. A little powdered sugar. All right, so here we go. That was our plugs. Plug section is done. Was a that was a weird plug section. That was brought to you by powdered sugar. And elitism. And elitism. Elitism with a powdered sugar garnish. Oh, okay, you want to bring these two together? I got some words on powdered sugar. Me and powdered sugar got some. <laughs> Listen to this. Uh, what's up with powdered sugar? Is it's that's uh I tweeted about this. It's some sort of um food detection like tracker thing as opposed to any sort of like 
actual sweetener. You know what I mean? It's a hyper sweetener. No, what I'm saying is no one can eat powdered sugar without having to then clean up the evidence in some way. It's well, on yeah. your face. It's on your fingers. It's, it's on everywhere. your shirt. Oh, it goes yeah. everywhere. Well, well, that and I mean, if you have, a, a, it's a notorious thing like in the kitchen. Like if you, you know, gra- gra- just grab a little bit of fucking uh, powdered sugar, mm. put it on your nose as, as a joke. Hey, what's up, chef? How's it going? They don't know no. that's a joke anymore. They could be no, exactly. now, now they're they, trying to clean the kitchens up. Drew, well, that, you can't do that, that anymore. That's why that's why you gotta clean up your mess, Chris, because yeah. white white powders anywhere on your face have a bad connotation. That's true. Man, see that's what I'm saying. So yeah. now what are you gonna grab a powder donut? You're gonna take that risk? Fuck yeah. You got, I think, you got, you got that big bushy mustache. Look how huge you got a Tom Selleck over yeah. here. I think uh-huh. about that when I see Silence of the Lambs, because they don't use this anymore. I think they have another way of doing it. But like back at you know in those days, whatever they had that powder that they put underneath their nose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think they do that anymore. I don't think so. Either. I think they have. I mean, I don't think what yeah. they they mean, did, they do something else. You instead. mean not, not? You mean Coke? No, 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 no. It's a powder, but they put it underneath their nose so that it doesn't smell. They don't smell the body. Oh, um, you know, and, and get um, sick or something. But it looks like. Uh, oh, I'm thinking of something. Else. It looks like okay. Look, yeah, it looks like you were a messy cocaine yeah. user. But no, I don't. I don't funny. think they do that anymore. I think they have other methods of doing that. Oh, okay. Like you, Chris. I know you're a messy cocaine user. Very messy, but I don't know. I'm very bad at it because I do it so infrequently. Well, I but you, I enjoy it so much, just, also. So I do so dump, much of it. You, you just dump your whole face. I'll, in the pile. I'll only do it if there is a pile on a table. Like if you present me with just a line, like I can't do that. No. Just a bump, I can't do that. No. Oh, here's a pile on a table. I will smush my face. <laughs> <laughs> you just pop. Ah! I assume this is the only way. This is the only I was just gonna batter my chicken. What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I gotta take a hero's dose. You know, at, every, <laughs> at, at every, at every, at every point, he got a that that pen I got this morning. Drew, it's like half gone, gone. already, <laughs> half gone. It's not forty five minute drive out the Groveland, forty five minute drive back, and then I was like shit, standing around for like two hours. That should last me like fucking two weeks, dude. Two weeks, two weeks. No. Once I got off those, da- once I got off the dabs, my fucking tolerance went. You can't, can't get, down. You can't get off of them. Gotta get on them. I've been smoking a lot more recently, and I'm a little worried. No, yeah. I'm forgetting shit. Yeah, well, that's that's one of the side effects, Steve. If it's short term, you forget short <laughs> yeah. term. Your long term, long term memory is fine. No, no, I, memory. I mean, even when I'm not smoking, like uh, you know, I was on. What's, what I'm saying, I was on term. what's the fuss, and and I shout out to what's the fuss. What's yeah. up, Rocky? And I started to say something, and went. I don't remember what I was going to say. Yeah. Oh, now, no, that happens for me that's from also, time to time. It's also just age. But this was yeah. happening to me a lot. It's all, well, yeah, I mean, one, you're one of the side effects of marijuana is short-term memory loss. And also, you're getting older. Yes. Yeah, no, but an it, old man. Yeah, but from like, you oh, know. How old are you now? 45 years old? <laughs> Dude, six. 46. You're 46. No, my memory 49. loss has gone plaid. <laughs> Ludicrous speed. I mean, I know you're in your 80s. I'm in my 80s. Low 80s. But it's fine. Yeah. I'm looking pretty good for my you're, 80s. You're, you're going to live forever, Chris. I'm looking pretty good for my 80s. Yeah. I'm, I'm getting to at least 140 at this rate. Yeah. I'm pretty good. Um, we only have one movie review, really, to review. Drew Cockerman and myself, Steve. So we are going to tell you now, spoiler-free, about Spiderman. The number one movie this this week, Chris. Number one movie this Made week. Made $35.4 million. How much? 35.4. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Spiderman colon Into the Spitterverse. The new Spiderman movie that's emanated. 
Uh, from Sony Pictures. From Sony Pictures. Same people who brought you Cloudy with a Chance on Meatballs. And, and uh, surprisingly enough, the same writer of Cloudy with a Chance on Meatballs. Chris, did you see that at the end? Yes. One of the same writers. Well, it's produced by Lord Miller. Yeah. It's, also it's, written by Phil Lord. Not, Miller wasn't credited with writing at this time. Lord is credited with writing it, but I read about how um, uh, the actor who voice Miles Morales said mm-hmm. that they did almost every scene in this movie Together. as voice actors yeah. he would uh, especially with him and Jake Johansson they did every scene at least like 30 times mm-hmm. they kept re-recording them and that they would get text messages from Chris Miller with like here even though he wasn't a writer is like well here try these di- try yeah, these dialogues try, try, try this try that and Miles Morales the kid who plays Miles would find himself on the cell phone like just running through lines seeing how they sounded and stuff like that so um, even though they were just producers and one of them wrote they worked together pretty uh, a lot on the screenplay and stuff Mm -hmm. like that so it's based on this comic book or graphic novel okay I guess already and um, I don't know how they expanded upon it if it was a a, like a monthly thing that they put together I have no idea but it is based on some pre-existing material where it's pretty much the origin story of Miles Morales, the Latino Spider-Man, mm-hmm. who uh, doesn't have the same set of powers. There's a Latino no. Spider-Man? Blatino. Yeah. Blatino. Blatino. Okay. Half black, half Latin. Yeah. And uh, when, five, six years ago? <laughs> Did you say half yeah. black, half what? Latin. Okay. Latino. You said that really fast and it sounded like lab. <laughs> <laughs> like half black, half lab. Half what? black, half black. <laughs> it's a comic book. And in this movie... In this movie, the uh, half dog character, eh, yeah. possible, yeah, could be. I mean, Peter Parker's in this movie. It's a so. weird movie. Peter Parker's in this movie. Uh, it's a very punk rock. It is like it's a it, it is it is wild. The, it is the wild. Lord Miller version of Spider Man. Yes, weirdly. Yes, it is wild. It's it's so much. It, it was a lot of fun. I I enjoyed the blending of the Spider Men mm-hmm. from all the different. From the, I guess the Marvel multiverse, and I guess they all exist already. I yeah. know Peter Porker does. Uh, Spider Ham's from like the seventies, I think. Okay, because my dad had a lot of those comic books, and I inherited them. And he's a version. He's like a uh, Warner Brothers, yep. so, uh, Hanna Barbera exa- type of he, Looney Tunes. He was Spider-Man. like a spoof version. It, it, yeah. uh, so Peter Parker got bitten by a radioactive pig, mm. and then becomes Spider Ham. Spider Ham. Where he's a man with a pig's head, but he wears a Spider-Man suit. And then he smells pies and floats in the air like... Like old school cartoons. And then like, he smashes he smash people with, with hammers. Yeah, that, that he takes out of his pocket. And in the movie, voiced by John Mulaney. Yes. I love John Mulaney. <laughs> yes. yep. The voice the acting voice choices... Good. Yeah. Throughout are phenomenal from start to finish. Yeah. Everyone is perfect. Uh, he's Spider Ham and uh, and what, then Jake Johansson's Peter Parker. Both of them, I think. No, only one of them. Who was the other one then? Uh, main the first main Peter Parker is Chris Pine. Oh, okay. I love Chris Pine. He, and then he's that. like, yes, he's the hero, hero yeah. heroic voice. And You're right, Peter Parker. And then Peter B. Parker was Peter B. Jake Parker. Johnson. And then there's uh, noir Spider Man, 1930s private detective, everything black and white Spider Man. Yeah. Uh, throughout the movie, I thought it was Nick Offerman. Looked it up online afterwards. Nicholas Cage. Oh, Nicolas Cage. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. He, and it's a fantastic character. I yeah. can kind of see how those could blend together, like those two actors, their the voices. voices. Yeah, yes. yeah. 
And and the way he's talking to very very like, noir the, yes, whole time. the whole time yeah <laughs> it's like whoa and then at one point Miles Morales they're all together and he's talking about his origin like what's happening to him and then he goes whoa that's a dark origin story he's yeah. like oh that's a hardcore origin story. <laughs> it's, it's very funny um, so yeah not trying to get into story specifics and stuff because it's interesting Drew how in all the marketing it very a lot of marketing for this movie. They don't go at all into what the who the bad guys are, no, what or what's going on. Be, the actual it's just, plot. It's, it's just, just like there's multiple just, spider people. Yeah, that, that's really all they show. Yeah, it's just multiple spider people. And uh, so in that vein, then I want to stay away from what the plot is actually yeah. about and some of the characters that pop up and the cool things. So if you're interested in that kind of stuff, Drew and I are going to do a bonus episode, a spoiler one that's going to be available on our Patreon.com/slash So there, now the plug section is really over. Um, man, I, I did one of my favorite movies of the year, Drew. Oh, easily. I mean, it's it's Lord Miller animation movie. Yeah. So I, I mean, I saw. So this th- is the animated Spider-Man. Yes. yes. Well, no, it, it, it's but but it draws from like every Spider-Man. Yes, yeah, I didn't know. know it did that. It already looked good to me. Yeah, I, but you I know. was I was in like marketing wise. I was like, I'm into it. Yeah. It looks good. And then it's dude. The second it started, I was like. Yes. With the logo. <laughs> with yeah. The, Do with, with, with the logo. Exactly. With the Columbia yeah. pictures. The way it was like the... the just, they, they'll the, just... Yeah. And then later in the movie, you understand what yeah, it is. What, what, exactly. How those like glitches... What those glitches are. What the glitches are. are. Yeah. Uh, but it's like, whoa, this is really... Wacky. Wacky and yeah. aggressive. And then the intro starts and it's very meta. And it references like most of the... All the Tobey Maguire movies. Yeah. It, so it, far, it, everything it you said sounds like Fight Club. Yeah. <laughs> It's weird. Just like it, the glitches and the, it, it, you know what I mean? It's the Fight Club well, the, version of uh, <laughs> oh, yes. But, it, of no, a it does. Movie. It, it is it, wild. Because, you know, it's, you know, Marvel, I'm not sure if it's a Marvel co-production, but they, they do. Technically, it's a Marvel movie because it's a Spider-Man. Yeah, exactly. But it's, it's a Sony Pictures movie. But, anyway, but, but they, do they but, own Spider-Man? They have, they have, they, they, they have they've had the rights for a long but time. But they, okay. they really well, do back draw to the from, like, almost every Spider-Man that's been made. Yes, Yes, they do. Like everything, they even I, and they're like yeah. the seventies had a cool theme song. Yeah, it's a lot like, like the Lego Batman movie, exactly. Where they where they just name drop so all they, the Batman. So stuff. are they yeah. completely like um like throughout the movie compartmentalized in like different things? In other, is that what it is? Like in other words, like like the noir one you're talking about mm. is that like just like its own little. Part no, it's no. all mashed together. It's yeah, it's one, all mashed it's together. All one, one story. Yeah, it's, like, it's a team up. De- definitely, yeah, it's, it's a team up it's, movie it's a team up with movie. a whole bunch of characters. Yeah. They all get their own introductions. It's very, it is. It is a very bold story. It's wild. <laughs> it's a very, yeah, with a lot going on. Yeah, sci-fi wise and yeah, it's reimagining of characters and even Spider-Man wise. Yeah, I mean, it's really yeah. it's cool. It's, it, it, it's cool, it is a man. lot of. I mean, if you're, uh, it, it's good for the kids. Like, if you're, I think so. If you're, it's, it's PG. I mean, if you're, if you're in your, it's mid- the first Spider-Man movie that's PG. Yeah, I mean, if even me, mid thirties comic book nerd, I was completely satisfied with all of it. I mean, it, mm-hmm. it hit all the points I was looking for in a comic book movie, in an action movie, in mm-hmm. a sci-fi movie, mm-hmm. in an animated movie. Mm-hmm. It was if, even it. if you don't think so, yeah. could you? Could either of you picture uh, other people, like say, like critics or something, watching it and thinking that there's too much in it? No, you know what I'm saying. Like it, no, older, older because, people could be okay. Older audiences could be overwhelmed by the Maybe energy the visuals. of it. Some of the visuals yeah. of it, as the movie wears on, the animation choices get more daring. Yeah, the final like third act fight or whatever. It's Dude, like, that, visually, let me tell you that was that you was, can only do it with animation. That, that was crazy with those 3D glasses. 
Like, oh man, I'm foul with the glasses. Yeah, I can't even. Dude, it was it was bonkers. Man, I'm gonna have to go back and watch this movie in 3D. It, dude, it was worth it. Visually, how interesting was this movie is. Totally worth. I think I want to go every back penny and, to and see, see it in 3D, 3D because yeah. now that I'm thinking about that final stuff, dude, it was yeah, it was nuts, dude. It, it, dude, even it goes places. Even with the 3D, like in the beginning with all the glitches and everything, it's all layered and whatnot. So it's coming so at it, you and stuff. It did it. Yeah, it's it was totally worth it every that, time. That spider jump scare got me. The spider jump scare. You know what I'm saying? Uh, really? Yeah, because <laughs> I'm like, man, that thing looks snarly. And it, it keeps if, going everywhere. If I had uh, a bucket of popcorn, but I'm just yeah. flying everywhere. I, and during jump scares, the movie is good jump scares. I always wish I have a bucket of popcorn that could like, just so popcorn can go everywhere. <laughs> I, mean, I, I, I like to sit down in front of the movie yeah. so people will get a good, you know, a little show within the show. <laughs> and, and, and here's the thing, I'm Like, Chris. you're welcome, people. That was, for, that was free. That was an extra benefit for you. We seem to be in agreement with everybody. Yeah, everyone loves this movie, Steve. The it's reviews for nine, the It's 97%. It is something on, I would like to. Meter, meter. Just, and yeah. then the average rating is like 9. 8.8. 8.8. People love this thing, man. Yeah. It's crazy. So, it, Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. It is quite possibly the best Spider-Man movie that they've made. I think so. It's the best Spider-Man movie. It's uh, one of the best comic movies I've seen in a while. One of the yeah. best animated movies I've seen in a while. Uh, probably since Kubo and the Two Strings. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, seriously, these Marvel movies keep getting bigger and crazier, mm-hmm. but this one seems to even stand apart. Yeah. Yes. For whatever reason. From what? Yeah. What's going on over yeah, there? Yeah. From what's yes. going on over there. In some so, of the best ways possible. Yeah. Hundred percent, man. It's really cool. Spider-Man to the spot. I'm gonna see it in 3D. Yeah, it's worth it. I'm gonna do it. Yeah. I'm gonna go back. Um. All right. So there you go. We both uh, highly, highly. Highly recommended. Highly recommended, one hundred percent. That's uh, that's from that. an elitist point of view, too. Yes, exactly. <laughs> a coastal elite point of view. Coastal elite point of view. So, uh, so there won't be many dumb people in the theater if I go because it's very much an elitist. Film. Oh, oh be, no! I've, <laughs> everyone, will be, everyone will be there. The dumb people will be there. It's number one movie in the, in the country right now at thirty-five something million dollars. So, so yeah. they'll be they'll be the ones clapping and cheering and enjoying themselves. Yeah, you know, I mean the, the kids will love it. The, the kids will love it. It's a very enjoyable movie. All right, let's do a quick break. We're gonna come back with um, some what you're watching stuff. That was fast. Yeah, that was fast we're already about 40 minutes here so i want to find out what you guys are watching all right i'm gonna talk about this other movie i saw um roma that just came out Alfonso oh you watched Rones. it i watched it got some thoughts and uh we have one email from ron and we're then uh, i got some movie news all right so we got a lot to do in the second half here but i need a, I need a drink yeah mm-hmm. so i'm gonna take a break all right mm-hmm. all right here we go oh uh so during the break don't just fast forward through these people here is uh we just did our spider-man review here is a Spider-Man review from Lady Raptastic. Yeah. This is Lady Raptastic with your movie review today. My movie review is about Spider-Man up into the universe. Spider-Man was sitting in his back porch reading a magazine. It was Italian Vogue. And all of the out of the sudden, the light came out. We're out in the sky. He looked up because he cannot see in the dark, even though cats can't. And he looked up and all of the sun, the moon, the sky, earth, Venus, Uranus had all plummeted away. He was uh, thrust into a world of total darkness. He grabbed his spotlight and he found that, uh, uh, went to the next door neighbor and the neighbor uh, came out and it was a man and a woman and they was in bathrobes. And he said, why are you in bathrobes? And they said, we was doing sex. And I, he said, well, can I join? And and they say yes. And uh, uh, this has been Ladder Raptastic with your movie, movie review. The film is 
Spider-Man up into my darkness. Hello? about what you want, you're going to name your ranch that. <laughs> Star Killer Ranch. Oh no. And, and what one of your production companies, your sound company. Star Killer Studios. Although actually that'd be kind of like a good, you know, make it Star Killer. And then like the ranch, you know, not that not actually in the script. And then it'd be like kind of a well, that sounds cool. Mm-hmm. And then it would be kind of like one of those trivia things where it's star like, where did killer. that come from? Who was the original Star Killer? Yeah, where did Star Killer come from? Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Episode three ten is continuing with Drew Sakagra and Drew. How you doing, Chris? I'm here, Excellent. and you are burping. I'm fine. Steve Edge, how you doing? I'm about to shake the liquid out of this cup. Oh, you're oh. fine. Just get it, <laughs> drink it low enough to a proper level, then just don't fill it up to the top. Next time, you're good to go. Got to protect all these signatures. Mm-hmm. Um, we are back. Let's see here. What are we talking about? Oh yeah. So what you? see what you're watching i saw this movie roma that is on netflix they're they're pushing it pretty hard obviously alphonse quaron alphonse quaron uh mexican filmmaker who did uh, his last two movies were uh gravity and uh children of men so two very significant films there children of men is yeah. like one of those fucking movies, Chris. One of those movies. Like it, it's in like Elitist. the top. It's in. It is. <laughs> yes. Oh, really? so. oh, I was just kidding. No, I, it is <laughs> right but, though. But it is like in my. It it is in my rotating top ten of all time. Yes, like, it's that. And there will be blood. Because you're an elitist. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm fine with being a movie yeah, elitist. I'm fine with it. Oh yeah. I'm a movie elitist. I'm a podcast elitist. Because you don't. Because I have. I believe in the conviction of my opinion. I have the conviction of my opinions. Yes. Well, the, the other thing too, though, is you don't. You don't act like a movie elitist. That's why I like to listen to you well, sure, originally. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like before. Uh, before I'd even met you and I was listening to your podcast. Mm-hmm. Is Yeah. You, yeah, because I don't try to talk down to other people unless you're one of these fat middle American <laughs> <laughs> who don't listen to the show anyway. You know, Midwestern. Because, well, yeah, them, they suck. So, <laughs> the Midwesterners that listen to our show are cool people who typically uh, were not born there. They moved there or something. They're transplants. You know, and don't want to be there. And, uh, they don't want to be there, but they're making the best of a situation. Nobody so, wants to be there. So shout outs. We appreciate you y'all for listening um so i saw roma uh netflix is pushing it when i pulled up netflix like everything's in black and white and they're all like trying to yeah they want you to watch it. i want to watch it they they don't have to tempt me they don't have to two hour and 15 minutes it's about a year in the life of a family living in mexico in the 1970s whole things on black and white a lot of long takes but nothing like crazy gravity children of men seven 20 minute take no nothing wild like that uh, but it's a very, you know, the way the movie's made is very methodical. Uh, it's a gorgeous film. It's the first one that he shot as his own cinematographer. Okay. And the whole thing was shot with was um, black and white, too. black and white, but digital um, with um, Alexa, Ari Alexa uh, cameras. Yeah, okay. I love Ari Alexa's yeah, Alexa so, cameras. Yeah. So that was in black and white, a lot of outdoor stuff. Uh, it's a gorgeous movie. 
Now, yeah, now everything's pretty much filmed um, on either Ari Alexa cameras mm-hmm. or Red cameras. Or Red, yeah, Red's a big name. Mm-hmm. Red's been a big name for a while. Oh, those are so fun. I've, I've been able to, I've, I've gotten the opportunity to use one yeah. quite a few times. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're fun. They're great. They look, I mean, they look so beautiful. The images are so great. <laughs> uh, so Roma, everything is beautiful. It's a beautiful, beautiful film, and it's super well-reviewed. Look it up on Rotten Tomatoes. It's like, like Spider-Man. It's in the 90 percentile. Uh, the average rating is like over nine for sure. On the average rating, people are falling all over themselves for this movie, which ninety six percent average rating, nine point one, nine point one. Jesus, out of 10. yeah, people are really like uh, through through the moon for this thing. So then it makes it uh, weird, Drew. This happens occasionally, and I never like it when it does. I don't like being on the outside of something. Um, this movie is one of the most beautiful movies I've seen this year. It's also one of the most boring movies I've seen this year. Yeah. And what I've been saying this for a while. What's the one thing I don't want a movie to do? Bore you? Don't bore me. Do not I was like that. Way. You know what? That's a that's a really eloquent way eloquent way of putting um, this uh, the the uh, phantom. Um, Phantom Thread. Yeah, thank you. Oh, Phantom God, Thread. A, Phantom Thread was right on that line for me. Drew Drew's on the record oh. calling it very boring. No, I didn't. But I, it I, was beautiful. It's it, a gorgeous no. movie, and I was very much into what was happening. So it for was, me, it, it didn't bore me. But it was beautiful. I can understand it, 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 it was beautifully like it. done. Daniel Lewis did an amazing job sure. playing the character that he was playing. Mm. But it was probably the most boring movie I saw that year. That's so funny. That's no. so funny. For then, unfortunately, and I hate this, but for me, God, I hate it. Roma yeah. is my Phantom Thread for me this year, mm-hmm. then, because I like Phantom Thread. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like um, Spanish show, uh, Spanish uh, Tree of Life. Mm-hmm. It seems very personal. Like a lot of uh, he's recreating some family memories. It feels like, and there's a very strong plot case we made where the main character is actually the family like mm-hmm. house keeper. Yes, what I've read, Cleo and uh, Cleo. And all the acting is fine, and there's like individual scenes that I like. That sounds great. You're like all the acting is fine. No, what I'm saying is like everything is. <laughs> he's like, like, like all the, the all, all, all the pieces are there. It's it, it, it sounds like all the pieces are there, and you wish you liked it. more. I just wanted to like it, and maybe so. Like I didn't like the Big Lebowski the first time I saw it. Really? I, I did. Yes, it took okay. me a couple watches to like it. There's um, I had another example that I was thinking of. Oh, Upstream Color. Yeah, I, I didn't well, that, know that what was, to think of it. That was just. Confusing, yeah, confusing to the fucking nth degree. And 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 one of the thoughts I was thinking as the movie was wrapping up, I was Shane Kruth's second film. I was like, is this an Emperor's New Clothes situation? Are people like afraid to say that? Like, I don't, I don't understand this movie, so I'm just gonna well, say it's brilliant. Well, no, here's and it really, it's a bunch of bullshit. When uh, and it took me like three viewings to I decide, rem- no, if, this movie is brilliant. If if I remember correctly, after the first time I saw Upstream Color, I was just like. I think I just have to watch it again. Yes, I knew I had to watch like, it again. Like, to decide I, I don't even know what the fuck even happened. Yes. So I think I need to watch it again before I say now. Roma, I liked it or not. Roma is not on that level. Watching yeah. something like Upstream Color, things are happening. I'm just not yeah. exactly sure. In Roma, I'm sitting around waiting for something to happen, uh. <laughs> and, and I'm like, and then just one point, like an hour into the movie, there's like a fire. I'm like, all right, fine. Okay, all right, cool. Here go. Something here. Here we go. Plot. Here we yeah. go. Here's plot. This is the, the it's big called major Roma? thing. Roma. R O M A. Roma. Oh, I thought you said Roma. Okay. 
Aroma? No, drop the yeah. A. Just yeah. Roma. 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 But it takes place in Mexico. Apparently, it's Spanish a, film. Apparently, Rome is a district of Mexico City. Okay, there you go. Of Mexico City, yes. Yeah. It's shot in Mexico City. Uh, I loved the the use of Mexico City. It's, I mean, the architecture hasn't been updated, so it's very cool. It's a gigantic city, so there's like it's a, it adds a great production value. It's like shooting in New York or L.A. Uh, it's just cool shooting there, you know? Yeah. It's also Quaron's first time shooting in Mexico in like 15 years. Uh, so there's a lot of cool things to like about it. But, man, as the movie was ending and the credits were going, I swear to God, I was still watching it be like, is something going to happen here during the credits? Like, <laughs> like, make this all make sense for it? me or worth it? Because I was like, man, what a... I was just so disappointed more in myself. Uh, <laughs> I, guess, I think this is a personal failure because everyone else likes it so much. And then we even got via the hashtag Crespo Hundo. Yeah. Some people have watched it and, like, four-star review, five-star review. They love the beautiful... I'm like, your mama, it's beautiful, but I was so bored. Nothing was happening. And then there's one scene... Like two thirds of the way, maybe three quarters of the way through the movie, a big, huge scene does happen to Cleo, the housekeeper, and uh, has to do with her pregnancy and stuff. And uh, it's like intense and and sad and very well realized and incredibly well made. I mean, it's for sure like a filmmaker at the height of his craft doing something incredible, you know. But it, it it's like. A four minute movie, a four minute scene, or a ten minute scene, maybe in a movie. And I'm like, I, it sort of connects to everything, but I still felt nothing. I was like, except for sadness. <laughs> then when it was over, I was like, well, that was a bummer. And then the movie keeps going. And I'm like, eh. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. Uh, oh man, it did it did not give me uh, the same oof that Children of Men gave me, that Gravity gave well, me. Well, I mean, there's even shit. Harry Potter three. I mean, I was say, I mean, there's shit going on in Children of Men. There's yes. like, there is fucking shit going on in Gravity. This movie, half this movie, I feel like it's just kids running around like not doing anything hence the tree of life uh analogy you know so it's like there's a there's a thing about dog poop but it doesn't (laughs) doesn't add up to anything (laughs) what i I know i know know, steve and people are flipping out for this (laughs) thing i'm like what am i what's the deficiency in me that's missing it so i'm missing something so as an elitist, I can't like apply my elitism stamp to this. I refuse to, because I feel like the deficiency is in me. I don't think the masses. I don't think yeah. I'm this one. I don't think I'm above the fray. And this one, I'm I'm afraid I'm part, I'm part of the fray. I'm the fray. Yeah, I'm the nine percent fray. That sucks. That's what's always interesting about that in particular is that you get that feeling. You know what I mean? Like um, you're you may not be basing it on anything in particular except that there is something to this movie. I'm just not seeing it as opposed to I don't know whether that's true or not. You you, you usually do. Yeah. You exactly. usually like I'm just not getting this, but I, I, I know it's there. Exactly. I can watch something and like partway through the movie I know. Yeah. I'm like Well, how do you know it is there? I, I don't know, I just know it's there. I just know. I like it. I don't like it or something. It has <laughs> I feel it. It, it yeah. doesn't have it, but this movie I'm watching. It's kind of it. it's just so ambiguous. I'm like why doesn't why won't this movie do anything? And then like things happen towards the end and then the things that do happen are like pretty predictable. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm and you're like, just like yeah. Like you know, like I'm like oh like 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 they set up the scene. I'm like okay, this is gonna happen, and then it happens. And then it happens. I'm like all right, so how's this gonna turn out? Is this gonna be a bummer or not a bummer? And it's a bummer. You know, <laughs> uh, I'm not gonna say whether these things. You know, not everything is a bummer in this movie, but uh, I was the real bummer is me at the end being like, damn it. <laughs> I was really really looking forward to this. Yeah, and you it's, were. Man, it's like it's just not that great. So. 
what when you say when I say for the week, what am I watching? I was disappointed by Roma, and then I'm also catching up on some rando wrestling via the WWE network. Oh, nice. But I don't feel like talking about wrestling right now because there's really no need to. So, Drew, how about yourself? What you watching? Do you have a chance to watch anything? This uh, week? I mean, in all reality, not that much. I uh, I started rewatching uh, True Detective season one with. Oh uh, yeah, let's get ready for season three with Matt. Yeah. Um. So that's been fun. And then I know season three is coming out, so that means I actually have to get HBO. Yeah, because it comes. Yes, it starts on the thirteenth, and then after that's Game of Thrones. The thirteenth so of January. Yeah. Oh, happy birthday to you, buddy. Well, a pretty bit much. After, I yeah. always, if it's a f- within a few days, we, I consider it a happy birthday present. So what? Like, is uh, is six days after enough? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's within a week. So yeah, so I plan. I plan on watching the shit out of that. Because, cool. uh, you know, Mahershala Ali is awesome. I, I am. I will throw this out there because you're re-watching True Detective. Yeah, yeah oh, Mahershala one. Ali is fantastic. The voice of a character in Spider-Man. Yes, you're right. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was um, common. <laughs> I, did, I didn't know who I, it was. I was really bad on on, on naming the voices yeah. uh, with just watching and this one. I actually failed on a few of them. Yes. Um, you mentioned, re- so you're, watch- you're re-watching True Detective? So yeah, re- re-watching True Detective. And then I- I'm re-watching a little bit of, uh, I'm re-watching some Mr. Robot because my brother's re-watching oh, Mr. Robot. Oh, yeah. I mean, I still haven't have seen season three Man, at all. I'm just re-watching season one. He just started yeah. season two. It's like, this show was fucking good, no, I man. Saw, it's I, such a good show. I, when I walked in, I saw him watching and I looked and I, I immediately, I was like, oh, this is season two. Yes. I was like, oh, yes. shit. <laughs> That's so good. Season yeah. three is wild. Drew, you got to watch it. Season I, four is going to be starting in like March and it's going to be the last season it's gonna be the end of the show yeah so it's gonna be either some alternate dimension or some time travel i'm hoping for maybe some sort of simulation theory type stuff perhaps you know i know i've got to watch it i mean i still haven't watched the last season of preacher me neither hashtag me too i haven't watched actually i i did watch uh, or uh better call Saul. i watched a couple episodes of better call Saul. i did i missed it you watched it i i have it saved on the dvr i don't have the dvr I don't have to be here. No. So I gotta wait for it now to be pop up on Netflix, which won't happen until the next season of Better Call Saul comes out on TV. So mm. late next year, maybe the year after. Yeah. That's fine. We got all these other shows, Mr. Robot, Game of Thrones, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera, both ending next year. So what else are you watching then besides you said you were gonna say something? I'm still playing Red Dead. And still playing Red Dead. Yeah. Okay, very cool. I came across a vampire. <laughs> Really? No. So you're a Western vampire hunter now? There's a vampire. There. There, there, there's a vampire in Saint Denis. <laughs> awesome. And, uh, That's great. I love that. <laughs> he, he comes at you with a dagger, and uh, I whipped up my tomahawk and put it right between his eyes. And that killed him? Yeah. Because it wasn't like a silver, like Catholic blessed tomahawk. No, no, no. no. It was. I mean, the guy looked almost like uh, Nosferatu. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but like he totally just like talked normal, and it looked like he was sucking somebody's blood. But you know, when, oh when, blood, when, good. Oh, when, when it came, <laughs> when, when it came to the it actual, could be from there. When, 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 it, when it came to big the, old veins on. When it came to the actual altercation, he was just easy to kill as anybody else. So. Oh, oh, oh. Ah, that's a little disappointing, yeah. actually. All right, that's fun though. Yeah. No, yeah. That's fun. Okay, cool. So you found a vampire and no. right there. I like, I like, I like the red updates. I like the weird updates. Every once in a while, like you find weird stuff in this. P- game. Please keep us informed yeah, on the weird things like that. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Okay, because I'm not playing, yeah. so I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, Steve, what you watching? Uh, I just yesterday finished watching all of, uh, or no, the day before, whatever, doesn't matter. Uh, the first season of Happy. Yes, dude, oh. I love that. 
It's so good. I I told Chris about that shit. I, I gotta get on it. You I have to because I I'm I'm a fan of uh, what's his face, Christopher Maloney. Maloney. Yeah, Christopher Maloney. So the second I saw that and I watched the, the first episode, and I was like, I am on this shit. Yeah. Oh, so good. Yeah, that was oh, fun. Man. Yeah, it was, it was a bad, and, and that was exactly. I saw Christopher Maloney, and I was like, "Shit, I'm yeah. in." Yeah, because yeah, he's a detective. But the thing is, like, and I knew it was going to be silly and stuff like that. And it just kind of reminded me of, dude. You know, I was thinking, what if it was like SVU, like his character there, yeah, like molded like together with um uh, what Hot American Summer his, his you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, no, exactly. Was, and that's basically what, it, dude. Within the first fucking 30 seconds of the show you you see what kind of show it is yeah. like he's just he's staring in the mirror and then he fucking blows his own brains out and then everybody's fucking starts dancing, dancing. And it's, oh, that was it's, the it's best. a dance scene in a party scene there's fucking neon lights his brains are spewing and he dabs everywhere. and like it spills the blood out yeah, like dude, it's cr- it's <laughs> fucking insane and, and all you have to do is actually i mean also the trailer it, you if you see the trailer that's what that is like you have a yeah. 100% uh, accurate idea of what this show is uh, but it is just it's it's so good. Yeah, it is. I agree. It's uh, a lot of fun. Yeah, Drew. I was a fan of Happy. Uh, and season two is getting ready to start soon. Oh, sweet! Um, I'm looking forward to that. I will watch the shit out of it. Uh, Chris Maloney's fantastic. No, it's great. Oh, why did you start watching it? You just come across it. Did someone recommend it to you, or what happened? Because uh, uh, kind of two things. Because how do people decide what to watch these? When days? it was, when it was first, so much stuff. When know? it was first announced, I don't remember when, I, when where I saw it. It was like, it, it, that show. I think what drew earlier in like last spring, maybe yeah. like March. April, I was about maybe? to say I was still living here. I don't remember where I. No, saw No, you it. weren't. So that means then the <laughs> year before. That's like 2017. That's old. Yeah. It's old these days. I was living here. Ancient. I was living here when I watched Happy. God damn, dude! Yeah, that's pre-renovation. It was out quite a while, yeah. But um, I saw when it was about to be out the trailer, Mm -hmm. and I was like, "Oh, I'll have to, you know, when that comes out, I'll have to watch it or whatever." And then I forgot. Um, And then, um, you know, I uh, I don't know. A few months later, I saw it again. It was like, "Oh shit, I need to add it to my thing." Mm -hmm. And then it got pushed to the back of the queue because I I didn't come across it that happens all the time so yeah but here's one thing though that i i have not watched yet but i'm going to be mm-hmm. which is um you know uh future man uh that's from amazon mm-hmm. um basically the the guy's last name is futureman okay uh but they think he's i don't know it's it's a there, the there's, a, there's a lot to it uh yeah but there's a time travel thing and it is awesome it's animated uh nope. no live action future live action. man yeah. future man and Hulu? it is and it amazon amazon Original. There's something else. Oh, I feel like there's another show. Maybe, maybe it's that one. That well, season out. two just came out, and I just haven't had a, t- a chance to watch it yet. Yeah. Um, I've been watching a lot of stuff with my girlfriend, and I don't think she's seen the first season. Mm. So, like, I'm just gonna leave that alone and just watch the second one myself, and then maybe watch the first with her later or something. I don't know. True. But uh, it, it's it's great. There's there's a like a a, a come on people gag gab or blah, 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 gag like. 15 minutes into the first uh, episode of yeah. the first season. It's great. He comes all over everybody. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Is this something you've seen? No. What the no. hell? Really? Yes. Not it's it's it. hilarious. Uh, well, he has he has a crush on this video game person that, that he plays, like a video game character. Yeah. And that character, come, it's, it's basically um, the last Starfighter. And I mean, they even make reference to it. What do you mean? Or not the last star? Is it just called Starfighter? I don't remember. The- that is the last Starfighter no, movie. Star yeah, Fire. yeah. Well, basically, it's the whole thing. They where they sent a video game so that like whoever beat it 
um, they would come and get him because he was like the savior or whatever. And uh, and I mean, he even says like when they come to him, you know, and he's like, are you talking about the last Starfighter? Like they make a joke about it. Like this is not original, you know. Um, but the thing is that like he beats the game and he's like, hell yeah. And I don't think it has to do with beating the game. Yeah. But he starts masturbating. Well, they show up. You know, like, hey, you're the savior kind of showing up, you know? They, like, beam into his room, and he's like, ah! Like, it, <laughs> and, and shoots all over them. It's awesome. Uh, <laughs> and why did you start watching this show? This uh, all recommended to you? Oh, no, the tra- I saw the trailer, and uh, again, it was one of those ones that, you know, I saw it before it was going to come out. Yeah. Only thing is, when it came out, mm-hmm. I wasn't doing anything and was like, shit, yeah, I can watch this right now. And so I was on it immediately. And if you really liked it, then you could really watch the whole thing. I watched the whole thing three times. <laughs> I mean, it's like I mean, it's it's like a TV show from England, though. There's like ten episodes. Oh, so, it's from England. No, it's not from England. But oh. I'm just saying that's. I was not... gonna say because then that explains the jism. <laughs> no, but I mean, the like, jism. I was just saying, like, you know, that's how they do their TV shows, though. You know what I mean? Uh, they they like to do the shorter shows, absolutely. Yeah, as opposed so to here, there's sense. like twenty two, twenty three, or something. You know, so it makes it a lot more digestible. So, yeah, so I've watched the whole series like two or three times. They are it's adapting good. the shorter series now, though. So now we I've are seeing that, more yes. American series that are eight episodes, ten episodes, which I think is better. I think it is, too. I, uh, Netflix kind of shot themselves in the foot where they decided all their, their Netflix Marvel shows, they were all going to be, I think, 13 episodes every season was, no matter what. The, I've seen a lot of them are 13 I for, think, Amazon, so I think, for uh, Netflix. For Netflix. So I yeah. think they're like, we want to do a lot of 13-episode shows. <laughs> what they should be doing... Is how many episodes do you need? Seven, eight, yeah, ten, twelve. Like here is money to make what you need, as opposed to here fill quota. Because yeah, then now yeah. you have shows on TV that are like twenty episodes, twenty two, like The Flash. Uh-huh. The reason why The Flash I say is fifty percent a good show, fifty percent a bad show. It's a weekly show. It's a weekly show, and they got a, a half the year and a lot of the, and, and a lot of sitcoms. I mean, that's just the way it goes. Hmm. They can make that many. I mean, Modern Family, or you know, like those types of you know, uh, yes. Everybody Loves Raymond. I know that's not new. Uh, you know, I'm, but just, you're right, I'm just naming sitcoms. <laughs> but, you're, but but yeah, they're they're like twenty something. You, you know? are you are correct. That is hundred percent true. Um, if anything, what if they tell me if you think this would be like a good idea? Less episodes, better quality. Now people are talking about that you can um, when you when you watch uh, like if you if you binge you know an entire season of something in two days, then you're not going to see the next one for like a year. What if you did ten Sometimes. episodes mm-hmm. and then another ten episodes? So it's like you've got two seasons in one year. Yeah. So that there's only a gap of maybe like meh, I don't know two or three months, and then you you know because otherwise when they do it yearly, people forget about it and they don't watch the next episode that happens the, all the time season. so like when um stranger things season two started yes and but they accommodate for this though they start with like here's a four minute recap yeah of what happened that, last season that yeah. you watch like a especially year and if half it's ago com- especially if it's complicated well and, and some of these shows can be yeah because yeah. I mean, they i mean they do, they do think uh, that's one thing i like about uh the game of thrones like every before every episode not only do they recap what happened last episode but sometimes they'll recap stuff stuff that happened seasons before because something about that is about to happen so then when you're watching then and then you're like oh here's the character that you haven't seen since season one yeah. and you're like oh, wow, oh this, shit. Person, <laughs> yeah, this person's coming back yeah. for something, something wild's about to happen here yeah, exactly. for sure that so, so that is so funny when oh. that happens but it's so true as well and by the way if you if you uh, are not sure if Future Man is for you, uh, the big thing is it is like very, very off the wall slapsticky. Not slapsticky in like a naked gun kind of way. Okay. But like, what kind of way? It's just it's ridiculous. And like the 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 
the jokes and the a lot of physical st- humor. Yeah, the stuff that they get into. There's some physical humor in that too, especially since they they call him the savior, but he's like a loser. You know what I mean? Like it never been in a fight and like all that kind of stuff. You know, what I mean? so it's fun to. So there's physical humor in that, but I mean for the most part, I just mean like you know crude jokes and all that kind of stuff. Like if don't expect it's a it's a raunchy comedy. Okay. okay. Raunchy. Like, I mean, dude, I mean, I, 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 I mean, want to say a lot of sex jokes. He, come, he sex comes jokes. all if the dude comes all over a, a <laughs> group of people pretty early in the season. That is the yeah. only come joke like of that type, though. You kind of know where it's going to go from there. It's hilarious, and it's. I always hate to say raunchy though, because when I think raunchy, I think uh, raunchy is usually what I describe <laughs> as too gross a humor that it's uh, just obnoxious and it's not good. You know what I mean? Okay. Okay. And unfortunately, that's what I think when I think raunchy. So, I, but so it's not raunchy by my definition. It's it's uh better in its dirty humor. Yeah. In its dirty humor. It's dirty humor. Because we are puritanical Christians. Yeah. Why is it dirty humor? Because uh, we believe <laughs> why in is sanctity sexual, why is sexual of, based humor of the quote, union, unquote, dirty. the intimate union of husband and wife, which is a man and, and a wife, woman and wife. And Only, wife. Wait, what was this harem that you're running over here? I don't believe in this. Or mistress, <laughs> wife, mistress, girlfriend. Happy season one. I'm ignoring your hedonism. Happy season one and future man on Amazon. Yes. All right, there you go. I pre- Thank you, Steve. Uh-huh. Appreciate that very much. Drew, we got some emails. Yep. I sent them to you. Mm-hmm. Why don't you read them? Uh, we got an email from uh, Gabe. What's up, Gabe? Hey. Entitled, Beginning to Look a Lot Like Christmas. He's got reviews like of The Happy Christmas. Time Murders and Mission Colon Impossible Dash Fallout. All right, here we go. Uh, Happy Time Murders. Mm-hmm. Uh, the puppets really bring the satire and parody to this cop murder mystery story. Right. Nice guys, but dumbed down. Mm-hmm. The voice acting is good. I really like the lead. And the comedy is well-paced. Sell entertainment. A fun one-time watch type movie. I appreciate the art puppetry in this movie. Pretty original in that aspect. Kind of like that indie movie, Dave Made a Maze. Oh, I never saw Dave Made a Maze. That's supposed to be a, a really either. fun, cool little movie. It played at the film festival. But I, 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 I get the... Art of puppetry in the movie. I mean, it is the Jim Henson Company. So yeah, and I'm surprised uh, that they did that. I figured they would have had to have kind of gone to a company that would kind of make them look a bit Muppet-like, but that Jim Henson shop wouldn't do it. No, well, well yeah. no. Here's the we, they we have, for it. We have actually, I think we did a story on this we a talked, while ago. We did talk about it. How yeah. there was like internal conflict within oh. the company where the wanted uh, the son Brian Henson. I believe. he was the one that wanted to do it. He yeah, wanted to do it since he runs the company. It's his company, so yeah. he can do whatever he wants. And other people are like, oh, well, I don't but, know. But what, what about, about his daughter? Your, what, no, I thought she did a lot of it. What about your father's I legacy? I don't know about the daughter. The, it didn't come up in the lawsuit type stuff that was happening. Yeah, stuff. that might that might be because I was going to say yeah, she was doing a lot because we were talking about the lawsuit. Because there were actual lawsuits going the, on. The Sesame Street portion of the Henson Company sued like the other part of the company because like, hey, you can't reference Sesame Street in your marketing; you're going to confuse people. No. The judges ruled for the um, the non Sesame Street side of the company. Ah, so, uh, okay. Because yeah. the tagline was "No Sesame All, All Street. Street," and I'm like, I like Sesame. I like toasted Sesame. I like me a Sesame Bay. Yeah. Sesame is delicious, man. Come on, what are you doing? You know, it's funny. The only the ooh, the Damn. only reason I even mentioned uh, Jim Henson's daughter mm-hmm. is because I ended up looking her up and seeing whoa, <laughs> and seeing like and, <laughs> and hooking her up. And I don't, yeah, yeah. I don't remember, I don't remember now what it was, but I like looked up like what she's in charge of, what she's, you know, that kind of sure, thing. yeah, her position Be- in the company, yeah, because um, like I when I worked at Apple, mm-hmm. uh, I she came in. And oh, really? and I, I sold her a power book, 
Uh, this was obviously a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. This was 2005. Yeah. And so, and she was really nice and everything. Mm-hmm. And um, I just saw her last name and I thought, interesting. I So I wanted to see if that was her. Mm-hmm. So I looked, uh, you know, I looked her up and of course her picture showed up and I was like, shit, that was her. Wow. Amazing. And so then, you know, since I met her, that's why I got interested and went, yeah, I want to see what she does within the company and da, 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 you know, so, and she did like, when I looked it up, like a shit ton, like. So I mean, you she sold. Was, she was you, at the top. You sold a MacBook to a Henson. Yep. Nice. That's wild. Yeah. The closest I've ever been to Miss Piggy. Better <laughs> closer than I've been for sure. Good job. Good job. Yeah. That's a lie. We saw the actual. That's true. We actually seen the Miss Piggy. Actual Miss Piggy. Yeah. Was it though? I don't. I mean, was it, it, it was. Where did you see one of them? Uh, at the Museum of the Moving Image. Yeah. I would say that's Queens. probably real. Though. There was a Jim Henson exhibit. Yeah. I wonder how many saw. there have been though. Oh yeah, obviously probably one bunch. of many. Yeah. yeah, sure. No, but I mean, yeah, obviously it's not the only one. But now, of course. But then I started thinking, God, I wonder how many of them. Yeah. Same thing with like Kermit or any of the major ones. You know, like yeah, they, they, they have to have a lot. They of had them. a big bird suit there. Yeah. They had like the prototype stuff with the weird vest he got to wear with the TV inside. He looked down. He got to look at the TV. Because one of your hands is actually his head. Yeah, and then exactly. and then the yeah. other hand is using a wing. And then, but you got to do the speaking. You got to look at the. It's crazy. There's nobody in the big bird suit. No, it, oh, that's just it. It's yes. only one guy though. It's one person. Yeah. Right, right. With a TV huge. strapped to his fucking chest. <laughs> is it on stilts? Because <laughs> no, tall, so it's just got to be really tall guy. Tall guy sticking his arm out. Actually, oh, as oh, a matter right. of fact, I think it was uh, Jim Henson. Because I don't think I've ever seen Big Bird bend his knees. I don't think he can. So, so, well, that's what I'm saying. I, I think like <laughs> I you could actually put stilts in there, and I think it, the movement maybe. would still be about. Uh, the same. We just need a guy that's maybe Eight six tall. two. Yeah. What did you say? Eight Eight feet tall. tall. <laughs> I think it'd have to be more than six two. Nah, I don't think you gotta be that tall. Really? Yeah, I don't think so. It looks because you just got to stick your arm up. You're sticking your arm up to manipulate yeah. the mouth. Oh, because yeah, I was thinking about like being in the suit. You know, yeah, I mean, when you're in the suit, you no, stick your arm straight yeah, up you're, through you're up the neck. Up. No, but I mean all the way up, like yeah. as in like your yeah. head would be. And then you can also head. rig it's like you grab something to move the mouth. You know, it's not like you got to do this thing with like that. Always makes me think of Pulp Fiction. You talk like a duck. <laughs> Back to the email. Oh, uh, we got a mission. You know col- what I'm talking about, right? I yes. know. Okay, yes, thank yes, you. Yes, yes, we yes, have yes. a mission colon impossible dash fallout review. All right, here we go. Uh, there, there goes Tom Cruise trying to play another Asian sea last samurai. This mo- this movie makes everything seem grand, like Ethan Hunt is on the verge, the edge of a cliff. Something about the score and transitional music, also the establishment shots. Mm-hmm. They've been around the world. It's a fun ride. It's got a win for editing. I. L- Love the Henry Cavill casting. Double cross, triple cross, quadruple cross. What a twist! Exclamation point. I think if your name's Ethan, you have to be skinny. Do you? It just sounds like a skinny guy's name. I mean, what about Ethan, Ethan Hawk? Ethan Embry? Ethan Hunt? Ethan? Who's Ethan Embry? Uh, fat guy. Oh, you guys know. just named all the Ethans I know. Yeah, I'm all the famous Ethans. No, Ethan. <coughs> you said Hawk. I'm out, Ethans. Yeah, it does sound a skinny name. It is, doesn't it? It is mostly a skinny name, I think. Because if you're an Ethan, that means you're Elizabethan, which means you eat in only all the best food. Well, I think Ethan I just sounds. I that right. It makes me think of a wafer for some reason. Interesting. Yeah, like uh, like uh, communion wafer. Like, no, no, like, no, like the body of Jesus. No, 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 like the cr- like the Christ. crunchy wafers that you would that you would put in between. So you'd put something in between it. The wafers, you know. Oh, you mean like uh, on a Twix? Uh, sort of, but Caramel? like the, wa- the wafers themselves, though. Like, like there's nothing covering them. Vanilla, vanilla wafers? No, yeah, but not those though. 
like they look like yes, wa- no, they Chris. look waffleish as far as like they're you know on top. Oh, waffle wafers. Is that what they're called? No, I don't oh, okay. Uh, now I feel like I don't, I, don't I don't know what you're talking about. People watch Mission Impossible Fallout. It is it's amazing. Wild, wild it is stuff. crazy. It is really good. My dad bought it just so that I could see it. Good. Yeah. Your dad is a good man. <laughs> <laughs> Your dad's a good man. I uh made I didn't make, but me and my parents watched like a good hour and a half of it on the cruise ship. Oh, okay. Yeah, up on the pool deck How at night. How could you not watch the whole thing? Because... It would drive me nuts. It was outside. It was outside. It was a little windy. It was You've already cold. seen it. I've already seen it. Oh, okay. My mom gets bored easy with movies and then we're on a cruise ship and it was like, oh, there's like a thing going on. You want to go check out this thing? It's like, all right, let's go check out this thing. Oh, okay. If I finish my drink, I can go get the same drink but at a different bar. <laughs> Please. <laughs> you know, we're on a, you're in a hotel, essentially. It's on the water nope. with like 16 different bars. Yeah. Most of them have Tito's. Man, by the end of the week, I was tired of saying Tito's and soda, but no. I wasn't tired of drinking. <laughs> hi <laughs> Next email. We got an email from Ron. What's up, Ron? Ron's our homie. Hey, Ron. He, he's got a bunch of questions for us. Oh, well, let's do it lightning round style. Here we go. How's it going? Good. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah do it fine. All right. Uh-huh. How was the movies? Uh, good. Movies were awesome. Good. Yeah, I, I agree. 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Are we still doing shirts? Oh, for the hundo? Yes, we are. We are doing hundo shirts. Yes. I'm, I'm going to say yes. No. Yes, yes, we're, <laughs> yes. We're doing them. Uh, could Into the Spider-Verse have been better? I, mean, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, you I know what? Know. I don't want to say that it could be uh, better because in all reality, I mean, it had, had its ups and downs. It wasn't, ending, ending could it, be better. It wasn't perfect. Right. But it was... I, I like it for what it was. Anything can be better. Yes. But it doesn't Man, need it was, to be. Oh, it was so doesn't good. need to be. I don't, yeah, I wasn't walking out of there and no. being like, oh, this could have been better. No, no. I was happy with it. Yeah. I, Did I, I agree. Yeah. Thanks. Oh, <laughs> Thanks what's better, high C or Minute Maid? Uh, I'm always, I've always been a high C guy. Yeah, oh, high C. I was about to say high C. Yeah, I always yeah, have been. All yeah. the way. Yeah. What's your favorite diaper brand? Diaper? Uh, Huggies? Oh, what? <laughs> favorite, favorite diaper brand? Favorite diaper? I do <laughs> like Huggies, yeah. yeah Huggies guy? All right. Yeah. I'm a fan of the pens because they actually fit me. The pens are good. That's more of an adult I was going to say, thing. and yeah. I was going to say, adults. and you're actually going to use that no, exactly. in the future, yeah. most likely. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm surprised no one said Pampers. Yeah, no one said. Pampers. I couldn't. I couldn't. That, think of it. I, I, I have. I have no experience with actual children. Yeah, me neither. So. I don't know. I haven't touched a diaper <laughs> since I warned them. Exactly, which was uh, two weeks ago. So. <laughs> uh, could you explain why Florida makes America sad? Uh, it's mostly propaganda, you yeah. know, and like uh, scapegoating, scapegoating, and just trying to help make sense of this awful world. It's easy to have a, a easy punching bag. Florida yes. is the third most populous state in the country. A lot of people, I didn't know that. Yeah, is there? It's it's California, Texas, Florida, Florida. New York. New York nice. State. Okay. Uh, we passed New York State a few years ago. So, uh, and then yes, a lot of people are just envious of our awesome weather. Yes. So well, and it's the laws too. Um, Sunshine laws make our uh, our crazy news much more available to people much faster. Yes. Than in other states, and then it's a it's a cycle. It's a feed. It's a feedback. It is. Loop. It is. No one wants Wisconsin man doesn't mean the same thing. No, Texas Florida, man. Nope, doesn't, but Florida nope. man. Florida man. Florida man it sells. It sells headlines. So yeah. crazy headlines often every day happen about crazy stories. Yeah. And if it doesn't happen in Florida, then the state doesn't get mentioned in the headline. Yeah. But if it happens in Florida, then it's Florida, Florida man. Does yeah. Florida. So you know, it's it's fine. They're just they're, they're usually good stories too. Like I I, I enjoy it. And, I mean, yeah, they're great stories. What it is is that people are just jealous of how uh, you know most of the country right now is frozen, or yeah. snow covered. I was say, we're still chilling in the seventies. Today it was like seven degrees outside. Yeah. The, the sun was out. I, we, I was at the Swerby Jones. People were out back smoking joints. It was a lot of fun. Good stuff. 
Yeah. In the great weather. No snow. Ah, no snow. All right. Next question. How important are, is video game music, and what's your favorite sound from a game? Maybe, favorite, maybe sound favorite sound from a game. No, he said favorite sound yeah, from a game. Does. Video game music is very important. Yeah. My favorite sound from a game is that um, the the Zelda uh, when you when you get an item. <laughs> yes, thank you, Drew. That's exactly. See, my, my, my my favorite sound from a game is the uh, the classic door opening sound from Doom that they actually use in movies yeah. as well. One of the most that, overused that, sounds that, ever recorded from Rob that, that, that that very specific sound <laughs> of the doors opening in Doom they use it all the time. There you go. That's my favorite sound. The, that's the, the sound of accomplishment game. right there. Yeah. Steve? Um, I was going to say, yes, it is important, but um, I, I'm, I'm a much bigger fan of the sounds. Um, especially, I think, people don't realize how important it, the sounds in the menus are. Yes. Yeah, or the click, just the different types of clicking. Because, man, do you and, hear that shit often. Yeah. Here's an important sound, the achievement sound. Nice. Because it's the same thing as like, I love it when, and I'm pretty sure, I don't remember, I can't think off the top of my head how how Android sounds, and I'm sure it varies with manufacturer, but um, like I, I, I have always had an iPhone. I still, well, almost always, I still love that sound uh, when you're typing something out. Like oh, the, the, just the, the pop, that little the, popping the, sound? That, that, yeah, that sound that they used, I just, I love it. I shut that sound off. Do you? I, I hate it. It drives me crazy. That's funny. Like I, I need silent typing. Yeah, because I was gonna because say, I'm sure it's similar. There's no buttons here. There's, not, there's no sound nope. being created for me. It's not like we're creating a typewriter. Okay, what, what game is this from? Oh shit! I know that. Oh, is that Duck Hunt? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that is Duck Hunt. Very, very good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I got some random. Finish him. Some random. Uh, Which one is that? Man. Mortal Kombat. I know. Game <laughs> over. I mean, come on. I got them all. So, all right. <laughs> We're, we're having a good time here. And last but, last but certainly not least, Chris, mm-hmm. should I see Bumblebee or Aquaman first? I'm going Bumblebee. Um, I would say Aquaman. I'm going with Bumblebee. Yeah, Bumblebee. The reviews for Bumblebee are great. Better, you know. People, I mean, the reviews for Aquaman are good. Yeah. But people are, the early reviews for Bumblebee are great. People are flipping okay. off for this movie. Travis Knight's the director, and he uh, he's the guy who did Kubo and the Two Strings, which is one of my favorite animated movies in the last few years. It's on Netflix. I know. It's very it's worth watching. It's been on Netflix watching. for a while. Stop it's... motion animation. Oh, I love stop motion. Yes. And there's a new one coming is out. Is it feature length, or is it? Yes. Okay. It came out in theaters. And What's it called? Kubo and the Two Strings. Kubo, K-U-B-O, and the Two Strings. Okay. Very, very worth watching. It's very good stuff. He is the director of Bumblebee. It's, it takes place in the 80s. And so there's a lot of nods to like Generation 1 Transformers stuff. Apparently the movie opens with the battle on Cybertron. So you get a lot of cameos from like yeah. 80s Transformers stuff. They simplify the designs. The action is supposed to be a lot easier to follow. Uh, Haley Steinfeld's supposed to be great. So I'm really, really, really yeah. looking forward to it. It's going to be a lot of fun. So definitely looking forward to it. Spoiler. Uh, she, she was uh, a voice in Into the Spider-Verse yeah, as well. Yeah, she was. Yeah, she was <laughs> in the Spider-Verse. Yeah. Man, she's fantastic. Okay, movie news. Let's, let's pump through a bunch of these stories and then okay. end the show, okay? okay? Speaking of Bumblebee, the main storyline for Bumblebee mm-hmm. came from Steven Spielberg himself. Wow. Yes. Wow. He's an executive producer. No, yeah. On, on all and the he movies. And has been. And has been. He had a lot of involvement in the first one. Yeah. Dropped off on Transformers, Revenge of the Fallen, Dark, all of those. Everything else. 
But with this one, with the Bumblebee one that's not a Michael Bay movie, Spielberg was like, here's the story idea. This is what I want to do. And so we have him to thank for. That's yeah. Awesome. Thanks, Steven. That's awesome. Spiel- Spielberg is awesome. I think I, I'm a big fan. Yeah. I think it's good. He made that shark movie. He seems like a nice person. Like <laughs> he made that. Somebody that would be really pleasant <laughs> if you like had lunch with him or something. You know? Yeah, he does actually he seem like. Yeah. He made that shark movie. He made that shark movie. He actually uh, seems like a cool guy to hang out with. The kind that has like pictures of his kids in his wallet. Yes, exactly. He does. <laughs> but he's also a rich person so he wears like ascots unironically now now <laughs> but still with his he's hat. always he's always worn that hat. he's always wearing that hat but now he wears ascots yeah. and, and denim jackets and uh so he's the, he's an elitist in his own way which i think is fantastic it's fine uh but yes i would totally hang out with him i also like how in the 70s when a lot of the people like scorsese was into coke yeah and coppola was also really into coke and acid and other people Spielberg's during, straight edge yeah Spielberg was straight edge his, still is his, the idea of him doing any drugs is weird to me yeah but he, but he did have a vice though he did have a way to, to relax how was he gonna de-stress from making Jaws it's gotta be pussy he had women waiting no. for him at his trailer at the end of most days on the set mm. Easy Riders and Raging Bulls that's a great book people you should read that one um, John Cena he's a wrestler mm-hmm. yes getting into movies now Bumblebee much well, he's, he's been in he's in Bumblebee. Yes, he's right. been in some, but not enough to that people the would consider wall. him uh, an actor. Blockers, the wall, um, and uh, a train wreck. He yeah. had a small but fun role as a boyfriend of of Amy Schumer. So uh, he's getting more and more into wrestling, uh, into and, and more and more into yeah. making movies. So here's the thing: uh, a while ago, uh, when The Rock was bouncing back and forth between acting and wrestling and that kind of wrestling part time, yeah. John Cena was very like, oh, screw this guy. What's he treating wrestling as a part-time thing? You know, this is my livelihood. And he just swoops in, does a WrestleMania, gets paid huge and huge and leaves. Yeah. That's bullshit. Now John Cena's like, my bad. Does the same thing. I get it. Yeah, because he, he just did the same thing. He says, I get it. So he goes, this is John Cena. So him and Rock had like real yeah. beef. Now he goes, from a genuine standpoint, if you're taking it from more than entertainment, if you're taking it for okay, what he said was absolutely personal. Talking about the shit he said about yeah. The Rock. I'm sorry I was wrong, and I spoke out of ignorance. When you do a movie, you are not allowed to do anything else. Because if I go do Monday Night Raw, and Seth Rollins puts my nose over here, because John Cena got his nose broken recently in a, in oh. a match. Uh, that messes up the movie. And not just like, well, you mess up the movie. People don't understand there are 150 people on a movie set yes. who are financially dependent on that movie getting done on time. That movie moving costs everybody money, sets the movie up to fail, which means we don't get to do another movie, which means these people don't get to make their money. This is their livelihood. Yeah. So uh, a lot of it comes to how Dwayne Johnson was like, look, I'm going to do this smash, I'm going to do this WrestleMania. Don't. Touch the money maker. Yeah. Don't fuck with his face. Come on, I, I got I got shit going on. I got I'm making all these movies here. I can't be I'm gonna be on camera, yeah. you know, even though we're wrestling here. I can't do I can't do blade jobs yeah. and cut myself anymore. This isn't the nineties, right? I'm gonna be in uh, Pixels two or something like that. Yeah. Uh so John Cena gets it now, guys. Good for him. Yeah, I, I always thought like as somebody that doesn't watch wrestling like at all. Sure. Um, whenever I would see him, I don't even know what in what capacity, but like yeah. obviously I've seen him tons of times now. Yeah, he's been in more and more and, stuff these days. Well, I mean, even like um, he's getting more popular as himself. Like I, I can't even think of where I saw it, but I mean, like if you were being interviewed, an interview probably or yeah. something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah you, you know, I he seems like like such a nice guy. He seems very nice. He very seems so nice. Like I would hang out with him, and I wouldn't. Ask him any wrestling related questions because yeah, I don't hang out because he seems like a nice guy. Yeah, I think it's part of his success. I think. Oh, I think so too. For some people, 
uh, nice guys don't finish last. Yeah. You know, for well, some people, if you're a good person, uh, because it'll, he, it'll get you through. Yeah, because he seems like a really nice guy, but at the same time, he's got like the muscles and shit to back it up in the wrestling ring. He's got so the that, muscles and the jean shorts. So that he's got, you know, he can be a badass and a nice guy. Yeah, I agree. You know. Yeah, yeah it's, very, it's very interesting. Um, they, yeah. <laughs> I, I agree with 100%. I have nothing to add. <laughs> Well, you said it. You said it, buddy. Um, someone did a study. Um, agency CAA and tech firm Shift7 analyzed 350 films released between January 2014 and December 2017. So they okay. analyzed movies three for years. a course of three years. They put them in five different budget categories. So low budget, medium, high budget, stuff like that. And the main thing that they found, based on all these movies... Uh, out of a total of 350 of them, 105, so a third, a little less than a third, were movies that had women as lead actors, as okay. lead characters, okay? The movies that were female-led made more money than movies that were male-led. So I, why I, don't we have more I female think, leads? Well, At I this think, point... <laughs> I think, though, like, well, here, here's the thing, though. Like, if, that's, they're, if they're literally you, the money makers, You can't just take that away from... The, what if, like, it was the ones with the women were... Like a better move, you know what I'm saying? Like you can't just quantify it just from that. Yeah, well, I mean, interesting. They, how do you how do you quantify that? Which ones are actually better movies? What if the ones with guys the, with the guys in it were terrible? That's like, very possible. Not terrible but guys, but terrible movies. But who's you know? who's to say that those terrible movies were profitable or not? That's what it comes down to. Who's to say? Yeah, the elitists. Exactly. <laughs> uh, movies that cost between fifty and hundred million. Uh, the women-led films average $318 million at the worldwide box office versus $243 million for those led by men. When you go through all the, the budget categories, it's all the same thing. Yeah. The movies made that, that feature women in the lead roles make much more money than movies featuring men. So uh, let's get Iron Man out of there. And it's time Iron for Iron Man. Woman. Get Batman out. Get, get Batwoman. Get Batwoman's Batwoman. on TV. It's I mean, time for we, the Batwoman we've movie. Got, we've got Wonder Woman. Can we get some Wonder Man? Time for some more Wonder... Yes, let's get some... No, Drew, you're going in the wrong direction. <laughs> <laughs> no, but now we need more Wonder Woman. Aqua Lady. Aqua Ladies. Yes, Aqua Lady. Uh, Super uh, Maiden. Aqua totally Ladies. I'm, oh, yes, I'm into Aqua Lady. I'm not, not into Female Aqua Lady. Thor. Yes, female Thor is a she's, thing. You know, exactly, she's a thing. Is Aqua Lady a thing? I'm sure there. I'm sure. I'm sure there is an Aqua Lady. I'm sure there's a version of Aqua Lady. Hundred percent. Yeah, these, <clears throat> just more. We need, we need more women. We need more women. women. And then, as a man, I'm fine with looking at women. See, you know what I was thinking about recently? That, that helps with my male gaze. What are you, I what are you thinking? I, I had this thing where I was thinking, like, man, if I were a big director or something like that, you know, and 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 uh, I wrote my own stuff too, so that I, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um. And, th- and this is just me, just because sometimes I get annoyed with trends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. I feel like I would continue to cast, if if, if in the past I'd done like male actor, like the rest of Hollywood basically, you know, where I, yeah. it was very male-centric and everything. Yes. That I would continue to do that until all this talking about it stopped mm-hmm. and then do some with females in it. Just because like at the height of all this, mm-hmm. I don't want to come out with a movie with a female lead when I'd ever done a female lead before, just because it would feel like pain. Yes. I want to pander... That's why a lot of people kind of gave shit to Ocean's 8. Because Ocean's 8 felt like pandering. Like, why can't you just have a great movie with a great female cast that's its own story? Why does it have to be 
tied into this already pre-existing thing that's featuring men. I mean, we, we've we seen Widows. It was good. Widows was great. I love the Widows. It was so good. <laughs> and it was featuring women. It was like, yes, these women are badass. I love these women. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. I agree. So, I mean, Ocean's Eight felt like pandering. Yeah. Widows felt like, uh, like genuine. Like, this is just a cool story to tell. Um, that being said, I rewatched some of Ocean's Eight recently, and I was like, "This is a fun." It's still I thought fun. Ghostbusters was like that. Too. I mean, it's well, still I mean, sort Ghostbusters of the same way. It yeah. is the same thing where it does feel like pandering. Just give a have a yeah. f- just give these talented women a fun sci-fi movie that they yeah. can do. I mean, you know, it doesn't have to be tied into Th- Thor was great in that IP. movie. Thor was great, but now you're talking about a man. You just want to uphold the patriarchy, Drew. That's all you're interested. in. But he was the comic relief. <laughs> he, was. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was the dodo bird. It was fantastic. <laughs> Um, M. Night Shyamalan. He's got, Shyamalan and He's got Glass coming out in January. Mm-hmm. And it's his uh, shared, un- the M. Night universe. Yep. Unbreakable. Yes. And Split. I thought that coming, was the best pick. I, my favorite is Unbreakable. Unbreakable is one of my favorites. Not a very popular opinion. I like it better than, uh, it was the biggest one he had. The Sixth Sense? Uh, yeah, thank you. Me too. I, uh, yes. Hashtag me too. Yes. I enjoy uh, Unbreakable Sixth, much more. The Sixth Sense is just not fun to watch again. It's fun for like a second rewatch to see how they handled yeah. it. Uh, but then it doesn't really hold up after that. Where I feel like Unbreakable was still, I rewatched it like within the last year. Mm. And I feel like it was still a very cool, fun, interesting take on the superhero origin story. Yeah, now yeah. something that has been fucked out over the last 15 years, um, but it still can be done well, just mm-hmm. like at Spider-Man well, into the Spider-Verse. And you know what I found yeah. really interesting, too, is, and this is years after I saw it for mm-hmm. the first time, but uh, then when I got married or whatever, my, uh, my ex-sister-in-law, yeah. she act, that is an actual, the, the uh, Unbreakable, the Glass Man, yeah. um, that is an actual disease. Yeah, sure. She that has makes it. sense. Oh, really? That's yeah, lame. that sucks. Like lame. she's broken yeah. all of her fingers multiple times. Oh, that's, that sucks. Like if she trips and falls, something's probably Something's breaking. going to break. Yeah, uh, that's Not terrible. Fun. Well, then hopefully she'll look forward to this movie and identify it with uh, absolutely Elijah Glass. She hadn't seen Unbreakable. I, I made oh, her watch man. it. Watch it. You gotta watch it. That's fantastic. Yeah, watch this. This is you. You're a supervillain. <laughs> um, M Night Shyamalan. First off, he said when he pitched the movie to Disney. He pitched it as like this could be a standalone movie. This is like a movie about three people locked up in a psychiatric ward that think they're superheroes or super villains. Yeah. Uh, so he wants the movie to be able to stand on its own without anyone having to have seen Split or Unbreakable. Mm-hmm. So if you haven't seen those movies, hopefully Glass will still make sense to you. Yeah. That's his idea. Also, he said the original screenplay was almost 150 pages, and the first cut of the movie was three hours and 20 minutes Jesus long. Jesus Christ. Uh, so he has since cut that down to two hours and eight minutes, so we don't have to sit through a slog of a film. Mm-hmm. Uh that's a long interview. Well, if you have a if you have a film too that's like, um, and this is not the case obviously, but I was just thinking like that's uh, like a Netflix original or something. You sold it to Netflix, yeah. Like the best thing you could possibly do is make like a ninety minute film mm-hmm. because I because I do this all the time where it's like I feel like watching a movie, but I'm probably gonna you know fall asleep. Yeah, soon, I know exactly. Soon afterwards, you go and if, so if you it's, look at the time. If it's yes. two hours and over, it's like nope, nope, yes, nope, nope. Ooh, hour forty five, I can do that. Yeah, percent. I'm trying to look for something that's gonna end by eleven p.m. Yeah, so exactly. So you I'm see ninety minutes, people will be like, oh, does this? It kind of interests me. I'll watch it. That's why. <laughs> that's why people. <laughs> We need more shorter movies. Yeah. Enough of these long-ass movies. We need more shorter movies. Um, some comic book stuff. Let's clean some of the stuff real quick. Uh, Henry Cavill, to reportedly that Henry Cavill was out as Superman, mm-hmm. as a new Superman, that they'd be looking for a new one. Jason Momoa, doing a lot of press right now for mm-hmm. Aquaman. Love he, him. He's saying Cavill's still in. 
He's saying just, he's saying Cavill's still in. He's not out. So no official word on who our Superman is at the moment. It could still be Henry Cavill. It's gonna it was be, fantastic in Mission Impossible Fallout. Dude, it's going to be a long time movie. before they make another Superman movie. I Every so. time. They should I, go ahead and do something. A Superwoman. Anything. Uh, a Luther <laughs> movie. Give us Brainiac. Out. How was Wonder Woman? Did you guys see that? Yeah. I'm a fan. Of it was How good. was it? It was good. It was I, enjoyed, cool. I mean, the the, ba- cool the bad guy was kind of derivative, but bad guy sucks in the end. But yeah. uh, most villains in these movies yeah. stink anyway. Because I just, I like Gal Gadot and and like any yes. all, all the interviews and stuff I've seen with her and like she was on SNL and stuff. She I just has, really like her. She has it. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Uh-huh. So when you watch this movie, she doesn't even have to do that much. And I'm like, she's stealing this movie just and, by and, and we've just it. by being there. And yeah. we, <laughs> and it's, pretty, it's pretty remarkable. Actually, it is. We've done this since the Fast and Furious movies. And yes, Quetchy was in two of those movies. I'm like, who? Two or three. Who, yeah. who is this one? What the? And then they kill her off. Yeah. I'm like, wow, what a Why? Why no, am I wha- feeling this so much? Because it's Calcadots. Well, that and why did they kill her off? Because she was going to be fucking she Wonder Woman. She's going <laughs> off to put on 20 pounds of muscle. It'll be a huge deal in these movies. So Momoa says Henry Cavill. She put Cavill's on 20 pounds of muscle? 20 pounds of muscle. What did she have before that? She was very thin. She, 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 was, she, she was like a supermodel body. She was very thin. Yeah. She was, like, she was yeah. super wafy. She was, she was a, a wafy. Yeah. She Now she looks healthy. She went from wafy to healthy. Uh, meanwhile, the Batman script, Matt Reeves, the guy who did the last two Planet of the Apes movies, not yes. the first one, yep. but the second two, mm-hmm. uh, he's the, doing the, the new the Batman movie, ones. and apparently the rewrites for his screenplay are due right around now, end of December, which okay. means we'll get more word on whether the movie will move forward with the production yeah. and stuff like that. So, And then also Ben Affleck is probably going to be out so Obviously. who's gonna be who's gonna be new Batman? I mean, unless he rises from the ashes like the phoenix on his back. <laughs> he does. Have you seen that scene? Seen what? He has a terrible back tattoo of a phoenix. Ben Affleck. His uh, back ben tattoo. Back. It's it's Google Ben Affleck back tattoo next yeah. time you get a chance. It, it was a midlife crisis decision. It was not. It, it is quite <laughs> worth looking at. It's bad. And we say that as elitists. Yes. We look down on that. <laughs> as, elitists. And as, yes. as back elitists because uh-huh. my back is pure. It and, is. And covered in a little bit of hair. Wispy hairs and wispy. I'm sure a couple of pimples that I can't see. So uh, someone did a study. They, they analyzed all the James Bond movies. Uh-huh. And uh, let me see who did public health researchers took the time to study 24 oh, James yeah. Bond movies. He's an alcoholic. And he is an alcoholic. According to this uh, study, he has an average of 4.5 drinks per film. Uh, that average though gets run up thanks to Quantum of Solace, yeah. which apparently he had 24 drinks. Jesus. And Quantum of Solace, which makes me want to rewatch that yeah. terrible movie just to be like, why is he drinking so much? Um, so James Bond's an alcoholic. Uh, the study makes no mention of how this may be a coping mechanism for the fact that he uh, murders hundreds of people <laughs> over his career. Uh, he has a license to kill. It is a hard life. Steve, you seen you like yeah, that's pretty nuts. Yeah, I know, right? You're a tattoo man yourself. You have many tattoos all over yeah. your body, both serious and jokey. Yes. Yeah. What do you What do you think of this Phoenix tattoo? I don't like it. It's, <laughs> it's not, not as bad as I thought before I looked it up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you, I was, you imagine the worst. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was I was picturing like you know anybody in the NBA. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> There's some bad. Yeah, there are that's NBA that's like there. that's not even close to this one. That's I mean, the, the NBA tattoos are, are just like the worst, except for Birdman. Um, his tattoos are crazy. No, neck tattoos and stuff? Yeah, yeah, he's a little over the top. Let's talk about some TV and streaming stuff real quick here. Uh, as a matter of fact, streaming TV shows outnumber broadcast and cable series shows for the first time. I was waiting to see how long it would take. How long? Uh, 2018, apparently. But then again, with the way that 
you know, Hulu and Amazon and Netflix are pumping out original content these days. Mm-hmm. I, I figured it was going to happen. I've got, I, 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 it's wild. I, I, yeah. hold, I, have, I have a trivia question for you. Oh, here we go. Hit oh, us. Okay. Now, DVDs came out in the 90s. Okay. At, in what year did DVD sales uh, surpass VHS? Oh, no. my God. I'm going to say it'll be with... I'm trying to think of the movie. I'm going to say it with Independence Day in 1996. 2002. Whoa! Yeah, VHS were really killing it throughout. Yeah, wow. That's something. At the Swervey Jones Thriftmas, someone opened up a box that Mm -hmm. was like six or seven VHSs individually wrapped and a VCR. Nice, nice. Yeah, Yeah, that's that's the key right there. They don't make VCRs anymore. Actually, provided the VCR to go with it. Wow, that's crazy. Isn't that interesting? interesting. I can't believe I still remember that. That's a great trivia question. I read that like eight years ago. Uh, Here's another. (laughs) Here's a great trivia question for the future. Mm-hmm. CBS All Access is their digital streaming platform mm-hmm. that they have like that Star Trek show is yeah. on there Star Trek Discovery CBS just canceled their first CBS All Access show oh. do you guys want to take a guess what that is? Star Trek no it's not Star Trek <laughs> is it already like a continuation of something? no it is not it's no, something okay. they came up with that they canceled after one season some show called One Dollar which apparently no one was watching didn't even know it existed exactly no one knew it existed they did one season and then canceled it so already fatalities over it. They sh- they should have made it like a like a war movie and call it Dollar General. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll take it. I'm fine with that. <laughs> I, won't, I won't I won't look down on that one as a pun elitist. That was an elitist idea. Um, Netflix put out their list of most binged shows. Oh, not most watched necessarily. Yeah. The most binge. So, for example, on the top ten most binge shows, there are no Marvel comic book shows. Okay. However, Daredevil is their number four most viewed show. Really? Yeah. Yes. But people who watched their Daredevil show didn't binge it. it. Oh, okay. They took their time with it. So, uh, you guys want to take a guess as to what some of the Netflix shows that may have been binge? Anything House you may of have been cards. watching? House of Cards did not make the list this year, but oh, you're on shit. the right track in thinking of shows like that. Ah, oh, man, I can't think right now. Uh, Making a Murderer Part Two was number yeah. two. Uh, yeah, okay. that makes sense. That was number two for binging. Thirteen Reasons Why Season Two was number three. So you have some continuations of shows. Um, have you guys heard about the show Bodyguard? No. no, that's a pretty popular one. Is it a People is it, really is, like it, it. is it the Bodyguard? No, the series? it's not the Bodyguard movie, the series, but that's a very popular show. That one's number five apparently for binge stuff. Um, the Haunting of Hill House was a popular series. I binged that. Oh, no idea. Yeah. Number seven. Okay. Their uh, season two of their Anne of Green Gables series. Okay. It's called Anne with an E. Okay. So that's number eight. Orange is New Black season six yeah. is number ten. So a lot of shows that they've been continuing at or okay. been gotcha. Interested. Yeah, I I always I can't imagine like watching one episode of something and then changing it to something else. Like because usually like by the time you've watched one episode, if you still have time to watch more, it's just, it's you're, you're watching, in that mood. Let's just keep watching this yeah. one. Let's find out what happens next, right? You know, exactly. You know what I've always wanted though that I, I always wondered why they never thought about this. Mm-hmm. Um, it wouldn't be used in a lot in all instances, but if Netflix had a thing where um, they you could hit shuffle. Um, cause what if a oh, lot of times yeah. people, like if you watch the Simpsons or you watch friends yeah. or those types where like that's, you're not watching it cause you've never seen it before. You're yeah. watching it cause it's one of your favorite shows yeah. that you could put it on shuffle and then you don't have to pick like, you know, it's like watching on TV where different, uh, episodes come up. I feel like you should be able to have a playlist and then shuffle the playlist. Yeah. At the very least. Yeah. Right. Netflix. Send them an email. Let them know. Yeah. yeah that's a good that. idea. That's a good idea. 
Thank you. Speaking of Netflix, the Marvel stuff that they canceled, mm-hmm. Luke Cage canceled, Daredevil canceled, Jessica Jones soon to be canceled, all that stuff. Punisher, new season actually going to be debuting next year. Well, because they probably already filmed Cause it. Because they already did it, and then they'll, be, they'll cancel it as then soon as it's over. Um, there are non-compete clauses built into their involvement with Netflix. So oh. while these shows are being canceled, they won't be popping up these characters yeah, Daredevil, Luke Cage can't Iron be filled into the MCU. They won't be in the MCU, and they won't be on the Disney streaming service until at least the year twenty twenty. Okay, so okay. not that far. No, I was about future. to say that. No, yeah, I was going to say that's not bad at all. I was uh, thinking like three years or something. Yeah, it's only two. I was about to say. I mean, it'll probably take them a couple years just to write them into the next movie yeah. that'll be produced anyway. Yeah, there you so. go. So yeah, it's fi- it's fine. Don't worry <laughs> about it, people. It's I still haven't seen the Punisher ones. I've been meaning to do that. I only saw no, the first saw episode. The first, did, did, yeah. I don't care. It was okay. I mean, you killed some people with a sledgehammer. It was fine. I like the idea of, you know, watching somebody be angry. He's very angry. Very angry. So angry. Like um, uh, Mystery of Men, Ben Stiller's character. Yeah. Last story. We're going to f- we'll wrap up the show with the story here. Star Wars, The Mandalorian. Oh, it's the cast. Yeah, John Favreau is oh. doing the show. Uh, the buzz from the set is pretty wild, Steve. Hmm. They're saying how the things that they're doing on the show are like kind of very different and like they're doing stuff on the show that other shows haven't been doing at all so the the buzz is big for the mandalorian which is a uh, the disney streaming star wars show about um the the people that's like boba fett's uh, people i mean how much is this disney service gonna cost how much does it cost six or seven bucks i mean aren't they gonna a do a boba fett like the movie no, that yeah. got got no. that got canned, but they were going to. They were going to. They announced it, and then they're like, "You know what? We're not going to do that. Instead, we're going to do this Mandalorian show." And it looks nuts. And uh, Pedro Pascal is going to be in it. Yeah. He uh, has been kind of blown up lately with a few different shows. Gina Carano, he, he was on the Game MMA, of Thrones. Game of Thrones, exactly. Gina Carano, the MMA fighter yeah. and now actress, is going to be in it. Uh, Giancarlo Esposito, who was bugging Gus out, Frain. and, and Gus Fring is going to be in it. Uh, we're Nolte. looking at Nick Nolte as well. Who's big old brother Nick oh. Nolte. So they're going to roll his corpse out there. to Werner Herzog <laughs> somehow. Werner Herzog's going to be in it, which is going to be a lot of fun. So be like, we get the Star Wars, <laughs> the Jedi are coming, and we're going to have to get the lightsabers to fend off the nature. Um, Carl Weathers yeah. is going to be in it. You know, Apollo Creed and all that mm-hmm. stuff. It's pretty wild. Action Jackson himself will be in the movie. Um and then who else we got? Uh, and then a bunch of other people that no one knows, but that Werner Herzog one is the wildest. That one. is the wildest thing. I don't I don't understand why he's in this or how they got him, but I mean he only does things. I've only done things that are so against, weird. against nature. Yeah, so the birds screech in agony. <laughs> they don't they don't so much sing as they do scream, <laughs> and I feel nature's here to kill us all. Yes. Oh, here to kill Sosa, and I now go to outer space to fight against nature in space because nature follows me to this desert planet and there are now sandworms that are going to fight us because no matter where we go, nature follows us to kill us. Trista Cogburn, thank you for joining us on this show today. You're welcome, Werner. (laughs) And thank you, Steve Edgy, for joining us. And as we battle nature together, we know we will throw ourselves into the volcano (laughs) to appease the gods. Thank you so much, Steve. I love Joe vs. Volcano. The Joe vs. the Volcano is my favorite movie. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for you're downloading getting, you're and getting, listening. You're getting, you're getting a little Arnold on us, Chris. This is, <laughs> losing the word. This is, <laughs> this is Werner Schwarzenegger <laughs> saying goodbye to you all, and thank you for listening to our show. 
I'm about to blow a blood vessel <laughs> on the right side of my face, trying to maintain this. Pick up my corpse in the morning and drop it off at the morgue, please, before nature takes it over. <laughs> A PFT Media Production.